Hey, welcome to Bad Playstyle, a book club style podcast where we all get together, have played the same game, and discuss. What do we do on this podcast, my best friend Owen, that the young people might be offended by? We say bad words. Keenan, my other best friend, what do we do on this podcast that the old people might be offended by? Yo, we're going to ruin all the stories. We're going to spoil everything. Such as, par exemple, did you know that the boss, big boss, and biggest boss from the Metal Gear Solid franchise are actually the bears from Goldilocks? Last time on Bad Playstyle. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Keenan. I'm Owen. Uh, we, Thank you for coming to the dramatic conclusion yeah, of the our dr- podcast. The dramatic conclusion. I hope that you followed the um, the the very strict, researched uh, timeline that Owen laid out for us when we <laughs> played the game the way that I did when I accidentally skipped a day and then all three days happened at once. <laughs> um, or when Keenan did where he, you know, Played the game a bunch and then played an entire video game in between playing it last time mm-hmm. and this one, uh, you know, Spider Man. Yeah. So I did. Welcome, yeah. Welcome to part two of uh, of Disco Elysium. You know, anyone We're... who likes this game should appreciate that just different people have different ways of processing information. <laughs> also, when you don't have a job, you can play many video games at once. Um, so last time we had talked about. Um, sort of basic structural stuff, uh, and and, and the like the s- core mechanics, the setup. Well, that's like that's what I mean. Yeah, like like yeah. like the framework that we're dealing with Thought was a large shit. was a large topic of conversation. And then we we limited our actual um, narrative discussions to uh, everything before the water lock gets opened, and you get access to the. Yeah, we we these... talked a bit about like some of the like arms reach side quest type stuff. Sure. Like the doomed economic zone. And the drunks. Yeah, and the drunks. We talked about the drunks. Did we talk about the drunks? Because they're across the lock, aren't they? I think uh, we we, we the did drunks. talk about the drunks just a little bit, but I don't know. Because I talked about buying the know. blue the blue alcohol. Oh, God. How, how much? Yeah, we talked. Yeah. 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 You get them down to three bucks. <laughs> three three Americanski bucks. I, uh, I hit the point where my tie asked me to do that, and I hold my tie to shut the fuck up. <laughs> do, you, do you know what you can do with that booze? Uh, with, with the tie? <laughs> No. Do you, do you know about that? I don't. Do you know about the spirit bomb? <laughs> yeah, the the tie has like a, a definite end point. I didn't experience the tie because I never had enough Inland Empire to experience the tie speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. that was definitely uh, more you guys' things. It's not like Owen finished it and you did. Uh, I got rid of the tie. Oh, I, yeah. I wear the cryptozoologist uh, uh, bolo tie. Yeah. Okay. With the one with like a bird skull or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I've only heard of the spirit bomb indirectly. You can turn the necktie and the bottle of blue liquor into a weapon to be used in the confrontation with the mercenaries. Oh, That's where that video I saw came from. <laughs> there's Jeez. a video I was watching an interview with one of the one of the devs. When there's a video of like dude chucking a Molotov at those dudes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 that the, makes perfect sense on when chu- that came. The, the t- who who the, chucks a Molotov at them? You do. Oh. Yeah. The, the, the tie says, "Put me in, coach." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. So if I, apparently if I hadn't shut down the tie in the tunnel, that yeah. would have been the option. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, that tie scares the shit out of me. Yeah. So like, well, <laughs> well, I don't trust him. He's telling me to do fucked up shit. Let's, let's sort of go in order. I feel like that's... Yeah, that was a little out of, of the, order. The Sorry. Best. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, that's this game. It's um, yeah. it, one of the things I love and hate about this game is it's very hard to track down where ideas came from. Yeah. In the day, in the game, not just talking about thought cabinet ideas, yeah. but like specifically, like who told me that? Right. Yeah. When or like when did I get right. that? You, you take notes on things to do, not who told you. Hey man, yeah. welcome to my life. I played this game in like fucking October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, like you, you when you started playing through the game, and I was like talking to you like discreetly on Steam, and you were like, yeah, this and this specific thing. I was like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I'm very interested in in sort of the um, the provenance of why does Harry know that, right? Yeah, um, uh, and it's very slippery because it also changes based on how you're playing the game. Yeah, so, like how my character gets from point A to point B is very different from you guys because right. you you guys both did four four two two. Yeah, and I did not. You did um, the very physical thing, right? Yeah, I wanted to be. A I dumb- want to go back through that. I want to be a dumbass who who fails at all of the all of the stuff all the time, mm. except for the three most important roles in the whole game. Right. So <laughs> the Iron Dumbass. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Iron Dumbass. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. the playstyle. Also, it. I really wanted to shoot uh, that guy, that Dutch guy in the face. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, the guy with the helmet on. No, not rude. Uh, but they're all Dutch. So, uh, sure. Yeah, the 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 middle guy. I don't remember his name. Kruger, Kruger, Kragen. I don't know. The Kurgan. The guy's brother who's also yeah. the union leader. Yeah. The, the, the scab leader. The scab leader, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, a good turn. Yeah. I liked that. I didn't actually receive the information that he was his brother. Did you? Yeah. I yeah. did. Okay. It's because I looked into his background. Okay. Oh. So, like, part of my entire, like, attempt to... We should wait. Because <laughs> we aren't at this event yet. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember how I learned they were brothers. Yeah, It may have been when I communed with the spirit of the corpse hanging. Oh okay. Uh, I caught it on the radio. Okay, because yeah, I, I did the communion with the corpse, and I didn't get that. Really, so. I caught it on the radio. Uh, we looked into his name. Maybe I'm getting it mixed background. Uh, maybe this is that whole this happened in October thing. Yeah. Thing. Um, it it's like, where did the idea come from? Yeah. I, I I think I think that detail shook out when I was investigating his tattoos because he's sure. got that like that soldier star mm-hmm. constellation thing going on. Yeah. Um, the waterways. The yeah orangey's waterways i know the way i got it was um i found out we found out his name from his armor through the registry oh it's get, and getting then we in the, looked him it's up on the boot way. yeah the yeah, boot yeah. has a serial yeah. number on it yeah and yeah. you go to the and car so, and you call right. the station and you track down the thing Turns and out that's later they get this back. guy under yeah. this name yeah. and then and you i was a dumbass and couldn't get the boot plate so that's why i didn't and you get his uh service record yeah and then you get his name and you can look up you can have them you can come back the next day and they'll be like, oh, so we looked up information on this guy. And, like, you find out that he was, like, born and then abandoned in, like, a leaf. Yeah, in a fucking, like, compactor. A, yeah, in, like, a and trash then, compactor like, or something, like, really. And then, like, he was fucking raw. He was adopted by a foster family. And then it turns out that that guy, the scab leader, is his foster brother. And they both joined the military together. So, like, right. in that conversation, you're like, hey. You were his brother. Like, so these guys are stochastic janissaries, is what yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not his brother. And you're like, but you were, you grew up together. You joined the military together. Like, yeah. you're as close as it gets. Well, and right? they, they like, even have the same last name, yeah, right? Because yeah, they're, they're the adopted. It's family. Elias Cortiander or something yeah. like that. And yeah. I forget what, what the other one's name is. Yeah. The, I really liked that. We should, we should talk about the tunnel before we talk about that. Yeah. 
Because didn't we all I mean, experience yeah, whatever. a tunnel first? We can, we can talk about the thing. It's fine. Okay, so... Presumably, so, whoever's listening to this has beaten the entire game. So on day five, you come across the water, and... Well, well I didn't cross the water that's on day fair. five. <laughs> Did you just step outside? What? So, the, the combat. Oh, sure. So I slept in the shack. So I came across the water lock. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I started living in that a shack. That all happened in well. day four for me. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. The, the beginning of that day. Day, day five didn't exist for me because okay. I got shot. Okay. Right. Yeah, no. I, I, okay. I don't believe right. that's preventable. No. You can't. I, I tried. Yeah. You can't dodge the second shot. Yeah. It was very low for me. So well, no, it's been. like even if you have, I had an eighty-three percent chance. I know I had a ninety-seven percent chance to dodge it, I, and I still failed on multiple saves. Gums. I, be- I believe the confrontation with the mercenaries cannot be stopped. No, that that a bunch of drunks with guns are not going to be talked out of being drunks with guns. Right. Um, well, because they think they have all the power in the situation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I really liked that. I had a lot of options based on the information I had gathered. Though. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Like, um, so I'm very curious to hear how that situation went for so you guys. I, I believe the body count can fluctuate a yeah. lot. How many people died in yours? Eight. Oh, I think I had like two or something. Two? Yeah, so, or two or four or something like that. It wasn't very much. It was I flubbed uh, a roll and it went bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> what, like one of the Hardy Boys got got. Okay, I had seven, and I had Jesus. as best as I could. I do. I should boot up my save and like look at actually what's in the stats page because yeah. it, it, it tracks how many people, how many deaths you are responsible for. Okay, because uh. because it was like um it was like it was like the, a bunch of the Hardy Boys rushed him, and like three of those guys died. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. So I I'm not counting the mercenaries because fuck them. Yeah. Like, so it's because it, it's it's seven altogether if you do it the best possible as far as I could get it. Okay. So that was the lowest I could possibly get it. You reloaded and tried it a couple. Times. Yeah, I tried it a couple times. Yeah. Well, because Kim fucking died on one of yeah. them. Oh, fuck that. So, <laughs> so Kim <laughs> saved my shit in mine. Well, so the last time we recorded, uh, I, I mentioned that there was two things I saved scummed. Mm. And one was I got into a room, died, and then when I loaded, I couldn't get back into the room. And so I just saved scum right. until I could get back in because I already knew what was fucking right. in there. I need that. I want that information because I already have it. There was, uh, there was busting it. the door open to uh, by the Felder bu- the Feld building, right? Yeah, it was getting in the Feld building. It was going yeah. up a fire escape and getting on its roof yeah. or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's the dex option. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing I saved scummed is uh, that Kim got shot because that's um, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah. That is absolutely <laughs> Un- unacceptable. Although it's super cool. If you do just roll with that, you can recruit uh, Kuno. As a junior officer, oh, I don't. There, there's like so many things wrong with that. There's a part of me that really no, wants it, that. I actually really like that because, like, Harry obviously comes from a place where he realizes people aren't their backgrounds, right? I think it's also that Harry understands his background more than he lets on. Also, that Kuno needs structure. Yeah. Good. yeah. Okay, so Kuno needs structure. I agree with that. People are not their background. I agree with that. I do not agree that the world would be a better place if Kuno was put in a position of power over other people (laughs) and probably has a deadly weapon at his disposal. And if he does something fucked up and kills someone that like the cops probably got his back and are going to cover for him and he will keep being a cop. I am not comfortable with any of that. I want Kuno to like get a home and a job. Sure. I mean, that's that's like more of a conversation about how cops suck. Yes. Um, And we are we are inevitably going to have a conversation about how much cops suck. I mean, we're having it right now. Cops (laughs) suck. We both we all agree on that. I feel like Kuno. Domestic abusers shouldn't have guns. Well, and I feel like I feel like Kuno is a victim of circumstance of having the fucking psychopath yelling at him over the fence. Well, I just I think it's really cool that that Harry cares about another human being enough to take them under his wing so completely. Like, like it shows 
this side of Harry that you don't really see very often because he sort of generally cares about people, but, in but there's this a lot of, of arms length. This sort, yeah, like, this sort of like aloofness. I'm to a it. fucking mess. You should right. stay away from yeah, me. Yeah, it, it's definitely like a um, not a self preservation, but a preservation of others. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, like I'm, I will fucking tear you yeah, down. I'm, I'm keeping yeah. you safe by not becoming friends with you. I'm the human can opener. You should stay away yeah. from yeah, me. Yeah, but like Kuno's a fucking blender man. Yeah, right. So like, so like you can't hurt Kuno more. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Oh. Well, and like, there's a if there's Kuno's this, life got more like Harry's life, I don't think it would be good for him. There's like, there's a feeling with my interactions with Kuno that there is an there is an underlying want for that structure, and that his current structure is the fucking psychopath over the fence yelling right. at him. Right, it, but, and it's it, like maybe we should get him away from her. Yeah, like, maybe we should get him to Jamrock. Right, he can actually <laughs> right maybe do some good like, in the world. Like it's it's one of those things. Like because one of the conversations you have with him after talking to his dad is like, you're not him. You don't have to be him. Yeah. And that's like, that's some real shit, you know? Like Also, thanks for selling me the best pants ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh, the line, the line when you find out that you're an ex-gym teacher about why you're ruining this fucking <laughs> okay. Did all, So that, that gym teacher thing, is that is that that's true for all three of us? Yeah. Take it? yeah. That, that's yeah. just a baked in part of his uh, thing. That's a thing I got. I assumed it was based on my build, but it sounds like it's not. It yeah. makes sense based on like some of the weird hooks I had. Like, yeah. Like when oh, you, you find... got you got gym teacher body, you got gym teacher facial yeah. hair, you got gym yeah, teacher yeah, yeah. hair. Yeah. Right? Um, like, did you guys break into the basement of the bookstore? Yes. Yes. So there's the weights down there. Yeah. And you can have this entire conversation essentially with yourself about the fucking collars not being on the barbell. Yeah. And then you can look at Kim and be like, who's the fucking irresponsible motherfucker who took the bar- collars off the barbell? I, I, and it's just like, oh, yeah, this is a thing, isn't I it? I bet it's something like one of those Estonian dudes like knew a gym <laughs> teacher and they're like, we need a, we need a dirt bag. Yeah. Right? And they drew him. And he's yeah. like, who is it? Oh, it's my high school. T- okay. Yep. Yeah. Definitely, because yeah, there's there's definitely a bit where they're like, oh, this explains the running everywhere. And yeah, then, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. that it's not like a fourth wall break, but it's like a fourth wall peak because you yeah. are an RPG character, right? Of course, you run <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, I really like you that put line. me in a timed yeah. game and gave me an option to run. So, I'm fucking running. So that was but, that, 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 not time though. It's wonderful. I so, fucking love this. So it's a really game. cool. Yeah. So that was the yeah. element that made me suspicious that my gym teacher background was not reactive to my play. Right. That it was like, okay, well, everyone is going to have run around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. There's enough peaking yeah. in that comment. Yeah, there, there, there's nothing about my build that makes it easier for me to run around. I mean, having a four and a five in Motorix and Fizz sure, sure had me fooled. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it's like the whole line about how they call you a human can opener because no matter what your build is, you have a way of opening the truth out yeah. of people. <laughs> with, with like, yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's a good universal term for what that character does. Yeah. Like, because no matter how you're choosing to do that through your build, you do it. Okay. Right? So, so maybe we should go back to talking about the coast. Uh, yeah, I really want to talk about. I really we want to really get talk a, about the. Conflict. I want to get a specific moment to moment rundown of the conflict. But Owen is, I think, correct. We should talk about the coast first okay. because it does come first. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so, so you cross the locks and yeah. like what, what's like immediately after the locks is your car. Your car. Um, oh, the, the, I was I was sitting behind um, Keenan when he was doing that encounter. Yeah, I, was, I think you mentioned it on the last recording. It was joyous watching <laughs> watching him slowly come to the realization. Oh yeah, both, no, like they do a really good game job. Harry and out of game Keenan. Yeah. That, that is that is Harry's they car. Do, they do a really yeah. good job by way of the amnesia of setting up all of these moments mm-hmm. of like. Oh no! And it's literally <laughs> one of my favorite moments in the whole game is Kim and Harry sitting on a swing set talking about their moms. Yeah, um, and it's it's a wonderful moment. Yeah, the, the, I, the swings are good. Yeah, I, I really liked that moment because like 
This is the moment that you realize that Kim understands how much of a fucking mess you are, and he's fine with it, right? Like, that was where that really solidified for me, was like, you're both staring at the car in the fucking ice. It is definitely not recoverable. It's expensive as shit. Mm. Kim loves his car, and he's just like, that fucking happened, man. Kim is a data-driven and results-driven professional through and through. Your methods work specifically in a way that his can't yeah so that that's where that that's my favorite part about kim yeah is that he doesn't give a fuck like like the things you're doing are morally reprehensible to him mm-hmm. but they they get it done right and that's all that matters it's it's got this like true detective season one sort of yeah dynamic yeah. of like them not necessarily understanding each other but understanding they're both correct for this job he, so something that strikes me about kim is like it the way he is so um, collected and orderly and put together and has a little pouch for his camera and has and a little cigarettes. notebook and he has his one cigarette, one yeah. cigarette and like day. all this thing. He he has this like um, type of – Such a dork. He has this type of structure and order in his life that really suggests to me that his upbringing was not orderly and yeah. not structured. It's a reactive rigidity. Yeah, and, and yeah. that this is this I never is, thought about that. That's this is point. something he does in reaction to that. And, and that Harry and that's what make part of what makes so much of Harry so distasteful to him yeah. is that Harry is all chaos. The whirlwind of Harry is both familiar and uncomfortable. Uh, Harry, Harry's like a magazine collage of a human. Yeah. Um, it, but, but like you said, like Harry fucking gets the shit done. He, he, he's the human can opener. He see, he can talk to corpses and he can lift barbells <laughs> and he can beat up, you know, yeah. phrenologists and whatever. So like, I accidentally, he understands that everything's related. Yeah. I accidentally did the police pissing Everything contest conversation like way late. And so there's a point where you can talk to him about what he refers to as the pissing conversation about why you guys are on this case together. Mm -hmm. And he tells you how many cases he's done. And this is like, in my mind, it's supposed to be before I know how many cases I've done. Because all my dialogue options have nothing to do with what mine are. And I can either be like, oh, that's a pretty good number. Or like, yo, I bet I have way more than you. Sure. And like, it was really funny to me that that conversation was locked up in like, I couldn't say the specific number my character already knew. Hmm. There are very few times when this game, not fucks up, but flubs in that way, where information is presented out of sequence. Yeah. Right? And and, I thought it was a really weird And so it's never that that the dialogue assumes you know things you don't. Right. Right? It's always that the dialogue, it's the other way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely heard that complaint leveled at the game. That like, there's like cases, like small things where you will figure it out before Harry has figured it out. Yeah. And it's like, it should be really obvious to Harry. Mm. And, and like, well, there's even like within specific dialogues where I've completed a thing and Harry does know a thing, mm-hmm. and then in a dialogue he oh, will totally. like he will like not that know information it, isn't yeah, used. Yeah, that information hasn't there yet because I did it out of sequence, which yeah. is only glaring because that is the opposite most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Well, well, in like the whole game is this big like mess of logical spaghetti so like you really can't get too mad at them for like having a couple oh you dropped a few whoops like is the only reaction you can really have to that because it does most of it so well like Um, so speaking of the coast yes both keenan and i ran into a thing where you kind of go well i know she's in one of these three buildings but i can't enter any of them and i don't know what to do okay and i so i spent most of day three, wandering around the coast, not knowing what to do, and that's how I felt. About just the coast sort of started end. doing side quests, and eventually talked to Kuno about the locusts, and came back and had a plus twenty on that check. But it was like to me, 
flow-wise the weakest part of the game. Um, and I understood, I think I understood like post post hoc why they were doing it is is they want to create those moments where everything matters for the case and where you need to take a break and you need to just go do something else right which is a thing that is is sort of lightly pressed upon you in, on the other side of the water lock but but over there on the coast it's like a major theme well right? and it, it creates that moment in all detective stories where someone says something offhand and you go bam it's that thing right. janice you're a genius yeah right? like but, but runs creating, out the door. creating that moment was somewhat excruciating in a way it, yeah. that so, the rest so, of the game wasn't. So I, yeah. my, the flow of my game didn't um, didn't hitch there quite the way it did sure. for you guys, it sounds like. Like, I I didn't have any, like... And, I, f- I flubbed a 60% shivers sure. check, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got into the building and, and got the confrontation with, uh, what's your face? Uh, Ruby. Ruby. Ruby in the basement. Um, Is there a way to not get trapped in there? To not get into the Get the hit thing? by the machine? No. By, by no. The pale Is that, no, that happens. Okay. Um, how did your encounter with Ruby go, Keenan? Uh, it hurt a lot. Yeah, it hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it hurt. So I mean, much. I mean, that's the one. I was I was really glad I was sitting on a bunch of drugs because I only had three health bars. Yeah, that's the one I talked about obliquely in part one. As I died the first time I talked yeah. to Ruby. Oh yeah. Like I so so I got I got locked up in a way because I didn't understand some of the game's systems uh, on the shivers check before that, and so I had to reload my game and I was reading a walkthrough because I got stuck and it was like, hey, like. This is sort of a point of no return from this point on. Like, you should go get some drugs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking at my drug stash, and I'm like, okay, I got, like, five and nine plus um, between mm-hmm. health and morale. But I was like, I only have two health bars. That could be a problem. So I put a point in endurance before I went in there. And, like, if I hadn't, I would have fucking died. <laughs> like, so you know what's funny about that is um, th- this is this is, this is um, this is my own baggage playing CRPGs working against me in this game, where in a game like... Baldur's Gate or Fallout or mm-hmm. Icewind Dale, like that style of isometric CRPG. Mm-hmm. When a dialogue is open, you cannot access your inventory. You cannot look at your character right. sheet. You cannot use potions. Right. You cannot do anything. You can click on your like one or five or ten or whatever dialogue options, and right. that's it. Um, and so I have I internalized that principle mm-hmm. at a very young age. <laughs> and so when I would get into conversations and I would become injured or my feelings would get very hurt. I deeply in the core of my person know that I cannot click on my health bar and use that magnesium or whatever to make me Whereas fucking in this feel game, better. You absolutely can. You, you absolutely can. And so I, I fucking love that you can open multiple menus and dialogues. And yeah. It's, it feels so good. Yeah. It's yeah, very yeah. freeing no, it's, after it's, what it's, he's talking it's, about. It's really good. The fact that you can't save mid conversation is like, that's the next hurdle for me. Like, like, Hey, CRPG designers, like, can we do that mm-hmm. please? Um, so I have died multiple times in this game in conversations when I had oodles of drugs. Mm. Oh, because you assumed you couldn't? Because I, I, it w- didn't even occur to me right. to try and use them You've been trained during one the conversation. And, yeah. and that conversation with Ruby was one of them. As I went That's in a there, brutal for your health conversation. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really brutal. Um, and even after I made the realization, I still haven't fully internalized that thought in <laughs> Owen's thought cabinet yeah. because I have still died in conversations since then. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like a moron when I do well, it. because It's just habit, man. Yeah, and yeah. I, I figured out afterwards, but it's just like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So speaking as it's the not guy, 1998 anymore. Speaking <laughs> as the guy in the room who walked into that conversation with seven health bars, uh, <laughs> probably that, was pretty easy, right? It, it was. It was like it was like 
my huge failing in that conversation was that she was like kept cranking it up and Kim was like hurting real bad and I was yeah. like, Hey, can you please stop hurting Kim? Like I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> but can you Ma'am? he's having a problem. Can you turn down your stereo? My dog is very sensitive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was that exact exact mood. Big mood on that right there. Yeah. But then but then my huge failing uh, was like, first of all Kim, but second of all, she blows her goddamn brains out in the end oh. because because I can't possibly can't reason with her enough because there's I think it's a drama or consent. I think it's drama. There's a drama check you have to make at the end of the conversation, at least the way it went for me, uh-huh. for her not to shoot herself in the face. Huh. Uh, because what happened was uh, I had the saber and I'm a very physical character, so when the option comes up, I just smashed the thing, oh, okay. and she's standing there with the gun going. Uh, and I and just and she knows it. there's no way and, out. And of she here. knows there's no way right. out, and I'm the cops, and I'm here for her, and she doesn't want any of that. Interesting. Uh, so how did that play it for you, Keenan? So, so she, she just blew her brains out, and I get an extra gun. So I'm so, sitting there in the fucked up machine, damn. and I'm trying to reason with her. Yeah, three guns at the end of the game. Holy so, shit! Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so I'm trying to reason with her, and I'm like, hey, like, so 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 like for one, uh, Classia or whatever the fuck her name is, roof, roof lady. Um, totally got me. Like, oh, she got everybody. Is it is it impossible to not catch all the lies with her? No, like, I mean you, that... you can catch all the lies, but but even if you you enter the situation right. having been got got right right like so so I didn't uncover all of it. So when I get to Ruby, I'm like, but you did it right, and she's like, fuck no, I didn't do it, and like my my stats are high enough to understand that she's right. Like, no, she didn't do it, but she's definitely had it pinned on her, and she doesn't even understand how. Right, like she doesn't understand the reason this happened, and that like, oh, so and so did it to me because of whatever, and I hadn't arrested uh, rooftop lady. Oh yeah, I, I didn't arrest her either. She got away yeah. from so yeah, she gets away, um, and and so like that moment was really weird because it's basically like, so I I finished the tunnel right, like I let her go. I'm like fuck it, which has I'm, the best hat in the game. I'm tired of I'm tired of getting hurt. Yeah, the Yushanka. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm tired of getting hurt. I'm tired of Kim being hurt. I've gotten most of the answers I can get here, and clearly you're not the fucking problem. Fucking leave and turn it off. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I did that instead. So she didn't kill herself or whatever. And then you can go read her journal, and you, like, solidify, oh, she wasn't really a part of this, right? Yeah, um, yeah that, that's more or less how it went for me. Okay. That, like, I, I was so, at that point, I, I have this very clear image of just, like, so for me, I've watched so many detective shows. Yeah. I've seen so many detective stories. And for me, she's the last character right. in my ledger. Right. And so I'm just like, who the fuck so, did so this? Right, this? And I'm, so I'm that's why we all experienced that dead stop. Because do you remember last time when we sort of were obliquely talking about the, uh, the mercenary um, mm-hmm. uh, thing? I was like, so Klaus is a spook. And there's three mercenaries. No shit. There's a fourth mercenary, and he's taking them out because they fucked up right, somehow. Right. That's right. What, that's the yeah. thing you jumped to. Yeah. And and that. So for me, that was my assumption was that there was going to be that fourth mercenary. So when I showed up to the the situation, yeah. And the fourth mercenary with the sniper rifle was there. You're like, it's him. It's him. It's him. Even more. Yeah. Like, so, like, why is he here? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Because you think he's doing the cleanup operation. Yeah, I right? think he's the extra, yeah. the, the, like the double black op operative who's here to clean up. But it, uh, but it turns Weasler. out the cleanup operative is fucking seventy. Yeah, <laughs> and cleaning well, up and from a previous not even, he's not war. Even cleaning up, but like, we'll we'll get to it. Oh, yeah. he is. No, he's he's not though. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll get to it. Um, um, so 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 for me, that was like that was something I was like. 
so the character who did that like this is a this is a detective novel it's like how you know when we took short story in high school Terrence was like don't write a fucking bathtub story it's like if you're writing a detective novel the person who did it has to be they like, have to they, exist they in have there. to be Chekhov's gunned in yeah. there and so when that didn't happen I was like what the fuck and then what happened later after you reached that point with the foam and the mouth thing yeah that we'll get to in a minute yeah that kind of made it okay because it was going for a different thing but it was it was there was some there real was magical this, realism that shows up <laughs> on the, the second half of day four day five and the beginning of day six I was mad at yeah. the game. Yeah, because until I got to the island, everything yeah. you you know of the structure of what the story should be isn't mm. happening, right? And then like but it then pays realized, itself off. Yeah, it pays off. It pays itself off pays really off. well. But I I had a similar thing because like okay, I let her go. She's not the one who is. So I'm running back to town. I'm like mm-hmm. okay, uh huh. And they're like, oh shit, you're, you're running back to town like fully engrossed in percolating what just happened. And like right? I need to go talk to so and so again. Yeah. You're like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back up on the roof and get some fucking answers, right. and then you roll up and in the courtyard there's three motherfuckers in power armor pointing <laughs> guns at the Hardys who are definitely not the problem here. Mm-hmm. Like you've already worked that yeah, out. Titus Hardy is a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, the, the Hardy boys are like actually okay. Like, like there's parts in the game where you meet a person and you get a shivers and your shivers says this man is my half brother. Right, right, like right. the guy in from the Feld building, yeah. the, uh, the 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 like civilian oversight for the police. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, you meet him, like he's my half brother. That's how I feel about Titus Hardy. Right. No, he, like. He has his heart in the right place. He's, the things he's doing are that his methods are. He's not the great. union version of what you're trying but, to but, do. But it, it's all, it's also like um, when 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 people are very harsh and critical critical about the cops and say fuck cops, we shouldn't have cops. Like Titus Hardy is like basically the closest I've seen in any game of presenting like what you would actually have in the place of police. He's a, he's a community. Mm-hmm. Police yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a member like, of the community. He he's, he, he helps the community, Yeah, but he's, he's not like a he's, fucking agent of the fucking moral intern. And he's right? not afraid to fucking regulate when there's a fucking problem that harms the community. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like, yeah, yeah. And that's it. like the Hardy boys do kind of suck a little bit, but like I would rather, I would rather, Kim and I join the Hardy Boys, right? Then join the RCM, <laughs> right? And they aren't they aren't they aren't a structural issue the same way the RCM and, well, is. Well, right? a like, little bit because they are beholden to the union, and the union in right. this town is a little fucked it's up, pretty shitty. Uh, can you? They are drug dealers. Can you talk to both twins? No, Edgar's you don't not, ever meet Edgar's Edgar? not in the game. Okay, because like people kept talking about him, and I was like, did I miss him somewhere? What, what or? twin are we talking about here? Edgar Everard's Clint. Oh, right, right. The right. actual mastermind of yeah, the, yeah, of yeah, the yeah, game, yeah. Uh, Everard is the dumb one. Yep. Yeah. So, so we, there's no opportunity to actually yeah. engage with him. Um, okay. I, I wanted to touch on something before I forget. Something you mentioned is is that the the actual shooter is not Chekhov's gunned into the game. Yeah, and you're right, but, but he kind of is. But in a very broad yeah. way, because uh, the, so I I so. To jump to jump ahead briefly to the end of the game, the the communist sniper who lives out in the sea fortress and yeah. fucking kills people who he thinks suck, um, and ogles women. Um, he is he's a weird mess. If we if we take a step back from him as a person, he's basically an unexploded shell from a war, right? Mm-hmm. And the the war, the unexploded shells, and the craters are everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, that that like well, the corpse tells you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a he's a personification of the rest yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah, right? yeah, he, yeah. He's but a it, 
but it just came from such an oblique angle yeah, absolutely. that absolutely. it seemed it seemed like the game was pay, playing a Deus Ex Machina. But you're right, it, it is. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. you don't even think about that island until you've gone through three window checks and you've mm. like no, because because when because when I get the poster from the bookstore okay, yeah. and it's like here are the three options, I'm right. like it's definitely that island. Right, right. Yeah, like from a from a visual perspective, yes. But like as the the as the investigation unfolds, it takes you a while to even come around to that being a possibility, yeah. right? Um. Yeah, and that he's oh god. Well, let, let, let's save sniper talk. Yeah, for, for a moment. Yeah. Uh, we so need to, we need to. Yeah. Wrap so back the, the the coast, the coast, and then the pigs. What a wonderful encounter! Oh my god. Like, what what, what the, pigs? The getting your gun back. Oh yes, the yeah, pigs. Yeah. 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 Did you guys go talk to Hardy afterwards? No. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, I went to talk to her. I was like, hey, yeah. do you have anything for her? And yeah. he was like, yeah, she's got some family. We can hook her up. Yeah. yeah, so, like, that's what turned me around on the Hardy Boys, is that conversation. Okay. So, like, you get your gun from her, and she's, like, clearly, like, having some fucking problems, right? Like, she's screaming at you about a previous incident or multiple, and is, like, she's got sirens on her back and shit. Like, she's got a hand crank like, siren. She's a fucking mess of a human being. Like, this is the extreme version of the lady who sits outside that precinct at our old house. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. I, I went by the other day. She's still there. She's still there. Yeah. She's been there my entire Jeez. life. Like, there is a lady in that neighborhood who sits in a lawn chair outside of the cop station and just stares at it all day. And, like, this is this is this game's version of that person. Yeah. Um, and she buys your gun from the pawn shop because you pawned it like a drunk asshole. <laughs> no, and you, then you pawned it to get it away from yourself because you were going to hurt people. Uh, <laughs> that's not my read on it. So, no, so that, that's what Harry is saying when he pawns it. Because, okay. Because he's threatening to kill himself. And yeah, he you he's... drunkenly walk into the Whirling and Rags cafeteria and shout to everyone uh, that you're going to kill you. And, and so, so when you when you talk like... to the when you talk to the pawn shop guy, who by the way is a super cool dude. Oh, the pawn shop every, owner owns everything he has to say is super interesting. I when, never when you... had the heart to take the electrochemistry check to be like, "Are you high?" No, he him. definitely is, and you yeah. can get drugs from him, and it's he, great. He but... is, but I never wanted to ruin that for uh, him. Oh, we found it, we found out the thing the other day: higher electrochemistry gives you more charges on uh, smokables, druggables, and drinkables oh uh, okay yeah so You're like if you, them. you will have like six charges on a bottle of whiskey instead of two okay right so yeah That's not bad. Um, and yeah it would, i would do way more drugs if i knew that when you're but, good at them you can do them well yeah um <laughs> but uh, uh when you talk to him uh about uh when you brought in your gun to sell it to him he you were like sell like buy this gun from me and he was like no no um, and that's not were, something and, i should and, do and you convinced him by telling him that you having it would be worse than him having it okay uh, i must have glossed over that like, yeah it, i think it's a check i think you have to okay go a little so deeper I, I might have missed that because yeah. like being the sorry cop that i was and like oh sorry cop. so so like basically at every turn i'm apologizing for 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 bender harry right mm. and so like my character the way i played that was very like yeah, my bad. That's shitty. Onward to the thing I care about. <laughs> like, yeah. like I kept moving past the previous stuff because it's like, no, that's a mess and we don't want to deal with it. So here, here's the thing. Uh, I, I've sort of learned about the game since playing it. So in my playthrough, I did no drugs or alcohol. Yeah, I, I avoided um, any, that, that any like, chance I could. Pretty early in the game, I decided, like, Harry is getting his life together. That's kind that's of how I Statistically, based on, like, people playing the game, that a lot of most people do yeah. not do any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, I want Harry to turn a new leaf and be a better person. Right. And so I, I abstain. And he's so fucked up and pitiful, it's hard to avoid that feeling. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, it, But I found out 
after I finished the game. So I, I didn't touch any drugs or alcohol other than the the um, stuff to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to the end of the game. I found out there is a thought cabinet item for going sober. Mm-hmm. And I got it. Was, it. it yeah, was alcohol ne- stopped It was never presented me. to me. I, I, I finished and it and it doesn't say it beforehand. I, I felt kind of betrayed when I found out it existed. Yeah. Because like, well, 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 someone should fucking mention it to Harry. Well, and there are so many, there are so many internal conversations with yourself about, no, I'm not doing that anymore. That yeah. you feel like that should trigger before that. Yeah. Like, well, some of the thought cabinet stuff is a little buggy. Well, well yeah. and I watched an interview today with the developer mm-hmm. saying like, no, this thing barely works as it is. Yeah. And it took us four years to make it work. Yeah. So like. The things he was talking about, as far as like not sequels, but continuing with this framework to make, it makes me very excited. The, for the when he said, "I want to do Baldur's Gate two to Baldur's Gate one of this game," I was like, "Yeah, great, please. yeah, please." And like talking about using how the, much money do you need to not yeah. take four years this time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like he said other things about like I want to do a combat where you're falling out of a building. And I want to. I want. I want. Like, he was like, I want to do a combat where you're in a car that is that crashing, is rolling. That is rolling. So yeah. it, it's funny that that he used that um, that imagery specifically because the confrontation with the mercenaries. Mm put a freeze on me mentally that I've only experienced a couple other times in my life. Please explain. And one, one one of those moments was when I was in a minivan with you. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Spinning on ice and the car collided twice with the wall of ice. Yeah. And, and there's that, there's that, there's that type of adrenaline rush when your life is in very real harm where People describe this. This is a well-documented thing of like people perceiving time differently yeah, 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 yeah. in very dangerous circumstances. Yep. And when that confrontation, when when these drunk men pulled out their guns, like I could, like I I felt just like I did in that minivan. Hmm. That it, it was it was chilling and terrifying. And I replayed that confrontation because I wanted to have it more fresh in my head for our discussion here. Yeah. And it's the same fucking thing. So <laughs> you would you'd think on the second time around, <laughs> like you know you'd it's think. coming, but yeah. still, yeah. But it, it's one of those. It's this thing like. It happens quickly. Yeah. It, it it happens to you very quickly. It's consequences are very real. The consequences are super real. And like because the game doesn't deal in the threat of gunplay before yeah. this, yeah. it has this weight to it. Yeah, right? it, it, like, it, it's probably the only mature use of firearms I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah. That because when the guns come out the minimum amount of people that can die is seven. Yeah. That's well, and, 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 and you don't know that, but you but like you know like yeah, loss of life is imminent. Well, you're you're and, and, looking at three dudes in combat armor pointing guns at seven people in overalls. Which, right? Which, like, which I just want to say, shout out to my boy Kim for getting the most kills. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, hey, hey, that's a nice little eye hole you got in your ceramic helmet. Yeah, it'd be a shame if a bullet flew through it. Yeah, It'd be a shame. Good Kim. fucking shot. Like, yeah. definitely, definitely a come up from the last time he fired his gun. We completely <laughs> missed the belt. It's one of those things like Kim's the clutch dude, yeah. right? Like that makes sense. Yeah. He's saving and, his and good like, shot for later. And like, it's it's so beautifully <laughs> contextualized in the rest of it because that oh, dude man. got shot upstairs he would have that rpg mechanic where he rolls dice before the session and then yeah. just replaces yeah. the die with it yeah. yeah so 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 the thing i really oh. like about that whole encounter is that like you know these dudes are bad motherfuckers like you've gained enough information to be well, like they've been telling you the whole game right right you've gained enough information like these dudes will fucking kill you they don't care and they're speaking in the language like when when Courtnauer talks mm-hmm. when DePaul talks when rude talks mm-hmm. they're only speaking in the language of dehumanizing these people mm-hmm. yeah. to gearing up to killing right them. Yeah, right. yeah definitely that yeah. pattern is all there in this way that is like super apparent yeah they they deploy like a lot of like in fiction slurs oh and yeah cloths and oh yeah, yeah. There's that entire conversation and is like, like mud huts valuing and the targets yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like that you jump in and you have to try and like 
outwit the drunkards in power armor <laughs> so, with guns. So, so we got. We, I got to that point. Like we walk up, and Kim's like, "We should, we should evaluate for a second. I just ran in, and Kim's like, "Okay, I, I'm with you, right?" And he's standing yeah. next to me, and I look at all the options, and I'm like, "I can't do anything with any of these checks, yeah. except for this one down here yeah. that says shoot him in the fucking face." Yeah. <laughs> so I shot him in the fucking face, yeah. and then Rude shot me. But it bounced off my power armor chest. Oh wow! I um, didn't equip the power armor yeah. chest going in, and I regret oh, I, it. I didn't wear any power armor. So, so if you wear the, the power armor chest from from oh I, yeah, I had the gloves. from crypto fascist Gary, it will deflect the first bullet that Rude shoots at you. Okay, because um, it hits you in the chest. But the second one that Cortenauer um, like shoots at you in the in the hip or the leg will will go. I, in. I I believe I just straight up dodged the first shot. I, so I've replayed Yo. that conversation many many times, and I have dodged it, and I have been shot and deflected. But either yeah. way, it's sort of the I, same I result. Both. Yeah. Um, and then I'm I'm on the ground because I got shot. Courtney gets up, bleeding out, shoots me. And then Harry's over me. He's like, "Hey," or no, Kim's over me. He's like, "Harry, Harry, are you okay?" And I slip him my gun, and yeah. he blows the Paul away. And that's the last I yeah. see of light. Yeah, that sounds about right. And yeah. Wake up, wake up a day later with a throbbing leg. I caught another one of those like clutch twenty eight percent on saving Kim. And nice. I was like, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, because <laughs> like that's one of those moments too. Like you've you've built this relationship with this guy. He hasn't judged you on all this stuff. And then like. Yo, I gotta say something, or my boy's gonna die, right? Like, like the reality of that situation is the, very the, the stakes of the situation are very good too, because like, um, I think if you had a confrontation like this in almost any other role playing game I've played, um, like the shootout happens and townspeople die, even if they're like somewhat well characterized townspeople, like to pull from our library of games we've played, if this showdown happened in the front of Shady Sands and Erdish and Tandy got gunned down, that would kind of bum me out because I like both those characters. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The, the vault dweller is going to move on with his life. Yeah. Right. But, and, and we're all pretty positive on the Hardy Boys, but even if you don't like them, when I got to that conversation, I hadn't warmed up to them completely. But they're still people. They're still people, and they're very human people, and they're a part of their community. And even though I didn't like them, and they were kind of a dick to me, <laughs> it really bothered me that they died for a situation that I felt respons- mm-hmm. responsible for creating. Yeah. Um, and Do, uh, did, you, did you guys ever talk to Gart after the shootout? Yes. Because he was out on the balcony. Yeah. Uh, Gart came out and yelled at people. He came out and yelled at people. And I was like, get the fuck back inside. <laughs> yeah. So, so so he's on the balcony. And so since my converse- confrontation was very short, Court Nower said some racist shit. I knew what was about to happen. Yeah. So I just started it before he could. Okay. <laughs> right. That, that was, was kind of. Yeah. Because when, when Harry does it, he. Um, um, this is going to make some great audio, but he, he sort of takes a step forward. Like the animation is he takes a step forward with his hands out in this like conciliatory gesture. Mm-hmm. And then he like looks to the left, looks to the right, and then just, Oh man, right? he fucking cowboys <laughs> and, that and, shit. Yeah. He just cowboys uh, it. No aim down sights, no yeah. nothing. Just wham. And you see Cortner's head just like blood come off. Uh, right? Cause you shoot him directly in the eye. Right. Right. Um, and he just, he falls over and that's when rude shoots then you. Then the rest of it happens. And DePaul misses Kim. Okay. And then he gets up and says some racist shit and shoots you in the leg. Okay. And then you slip Kim the gun and he shoots DePaul. So, so for me, that whole situation went down in, I get in between them and then I start reasoning with them. And oh. like, I have all this information to oh, try yeah. and be like, hey, yeah. He you, was a person. You, you build the boost through the conversation, right. the core mechanic of this game. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that it functions as a combat mechanic, too, yeah. is this really cool the thing. The incipient violence makes the stakes just, ooh, feel so good and yeah. electric. And, I, yeah. I, I love the the presentation of this game of when you mouse over a skill check, and it shows you the bumps you're getting, not because of the skills you have, but because of the things, the things you've you have done. Said, yeah. It feels very... It, 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 it makes all of those other conversations matter, and, and yeah, your it, actions Yeah, it really matter. cements 
That's why everything Remember happened. Remember what like, I keep saying? Everything matters. Yeah. Everything's related to the case. Like, yeah. I, was, I was talking to Matt about uh, my encounter with the insulin and Phasmin. I, I'm going to jump ahead to here just a tiny bit. It's okay. And we then, jump around. And then game. we can put it away and come back to it later. But um, the Phasmin, I had an in-depth conversation with the Phasmin. Yeah. Me, me and the Phasmin are friends. Um, and uh, Matt was very surprised when I told him about this. I'm like, yeah, Matt, the Phasmid's a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you mean the alien that I saw for two seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Him took a picture and, and we left. And, and Matt was <laughs> like, well, how did you do that? Like, what were the skills or, or whatever? Like, what's the role you made that I didn't? And mm. I was like, oh, I don't remember exactly, but I had taken a screenshot of the little tooltip that showed me all the bonuses yeah. I was leveling against the Phasmid. Mm. And, and just seeing that at the end of the game, especially since the Phasmid's kind of a leap of faith. Yeah. You have to believe in it. Yeah. Um, it was really nice to see that manifest the mechanical the actual check. piece that like i i had a weird spiritual experience i spoke to the corpse mm-hmm. that means i get to speak to the phasma i uh did you get a bonus for never giving up on yes the I, I had yeah. a huge bonus because i checked every phasma trap every morning in, in the game oh shit um <laughs> so it, i had to send them home beforehand and then it happened i'm like oh shit it's real yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but i had literally sent them home in the in the bar the day before but like, I, I, we didn't uh, we didn't talk about it but uh, gart if you talk to him afterwards you can give him a badass moment cuz he was like i was in the firefight right <laughs> and i didn't i didn't like piss myself or run inside or anything i was very brave he did go back inside <laughs> and and you can you can give it to him you can no. after everything I he's won't. done to you, and and he's just trying. He's, he's just, Gert's a good dude. Gert's a good dude, and you can just you can because I I like hooked him up with uh, what's her face, the waitress who's not really there, um, who's who left because of me, and I fixed his bird, got him a new bird. Oh yeah, I got him. And a new then bird too. when when he made the outline just claim about how he was a badass because bullets were happening near him, I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, you're the best. <laughs> so, so my thing went the other way because he is the one who gave up that I was there. To the mercenaries. Oh, okay. So, like, that was part of the conversation with them. Was they're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so told us you'd be here. And I'm like, fuck that guy. So he comes out on the balcony after that. I'm like, get the fuck back inside. Yeah, but but I I bet that conversation wasn't like, hey, I'm a death squad. Yeah. You know where Harry is? (laughs) Like, I I, I bet fucking Elias came in and was like, oh, I'm the scab leader. I'm looking for the cop. It's not like these guys haven't been around. Yeah. Right? And so, like, but it's one of those things where it's like. Who are the guys from Frisky Dingo in the power armor? The Exticles? Yeah. It's not like a bunch of Exticles showed up to your laundry room. Boosh, boosh. They're like, hey, boosh. Uh, (laughs) Do you know where Killface is? Boosh. Right? Like, yeah, that's not what happened. But, like, I already had this tenuous, like, he didn't like me. I was trying to make good with him. And then it's like, Oh yeah, he told us, and I'm like, mm, fuck him. Like, like oh, also, also, you were the most outlandish, eye catching person in the fucking world. Oh, for sure. That, like, no matter what clothes you wear in that game, you dress like a maniac. You dress like did, a maniac did, for did, the bonus. Did you see what I was wearing when I did karaoke? <laughs> we, we should make. The did po- you wear the kimono? Yeah. We Hell should make yeah. the, and podcast, the mesh shirt. We should make the podcast art for this episode just a collage of our three final outfits. Or oh something. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. My final outfit looks weird. Uh, yeah. My guy looks good. Dude, like, I, I, I wish I dressed as good as my Harry. Keenan, did you um, see the the art book that came with the like special edition or whatever Owen showed us? Not yet. No. There's a wonderful, wonderful early concept of Cindy Skulls where she's wearing a backwards bridge coat that just says rapist across the back. Oh, right? <laughs> much, much in the same vein as fuck the world and piss. Yeah, those guys. I only got I only got the one jacket. Apparently, I, I didn't you get can fuck make the world's Kim wear jacket. jacket. He wouldn't wear mine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got up, both jackets and Kim wouldn't wear it, and I was very mad. I ended up with Kim's jacket, and I ref- I did not wear it. Mm. Yeah. 
Are you more of a piss guy or yeah. a fuck the world kind of guy? <laughs> Such a, like, like, by the time you have that conversation, like, that is so that game. Okay. Like, so you wake up. I, I wake up on day six because day five was me being in bed. and Gart, I was asleep for two days. Gart cleans my room. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, hey, thanks. Yeah. He replaces the, or uh, uh, Hardy's uh, cousin replaces my window. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no beer bottles in the bathtub. Yeah, there's no beer bottles in the yeah. bathtub. Well, also, you haven't been drinking for two days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for um, fucking seven. But and, yeah. Uh, uh, then we head out to the island. Um, and we go and we talk to the uh, the, so, the net picker. So and I love she lets us go out to the island, and there's a very I, very nice, wonderful musical sequence where Kim pilots uh, us to the okay. to the to okay, the island, on. and I'm blasting sad FM <laughs> oh on my, my giant so, boombox. So hold on, I love the conversation you have with Kim, where you're like taking stock of the whole situation. You're like, all right, so like everyone's fucking dead, we're still here, case isn't solved, and you're just like you look at him, and he looks at you, and you're like. I guess we got to go to the fucking island. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, before we go to the island, uh, did you guys go on the date? Yes, no. I went on the date. You, you can ask out the woman who owns the boat. So my check on that was always so low that I couldn't do so, it. So, you know, I was talking about the tooltip with the, the bonuses on it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One of the huge negative modifiers on it when you talk to her is, this is weird to do in front of Kim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said um, that was... And so you come back late at night and ask her out then. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I came back late at night. I didn't read that, but that yeah. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, and I did it I did it without Kim, and that's why I was able to go on the date. Yep. And, uh, that explains I the negatives. pass any of the checks on the date, because they're all conceptual. Specialization oh, checks no. your character's dipshit, and oh. she's kind of weird. Like yeah. that makes well, sense because yeah, you go up there and you have a conversation about like the moon and the sun, and yeah, and like, how it looks on the water and stuff. She's and, not into yeah. like physical things <laughs> in a yeah. very real she, way. She, like, she's a cool, but, chill lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we, we, we had a very pleasant evening stroll. So, so the boombox thing on the boat, she mm. fucking her sword me mm. because there's no lead into it. There's no fucking telegraphing of this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm just standing at the dock with Kim. And I'm like, all right, you're driving the boat. And he's like, what? Why? And I'm like, because I'm going to pick up this boom box. Let me, and we're going to blast this music. Let me, let me paint a picture. Power armor boots. <laughs> track pants. Power armor chest. Uh, uh, fuck the world jacket. Ushanka and power armor hands. Okay. With a saber and a boom box. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So... So I really love this sequence because it's so like it's so Harry's bullshit, right? Like like if it if it, it would be totally derivative and kind of boring if he were blasting like fast and aggressive music. Yeah. But the fact that he's playing like this melancholy yeah. bullshit. Oh my god. <laughs> well and something that means a lot to him mm-hmm. too. It's like this got me through a very difficult breakup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's the kind of song <laughs> it is fucking, to him. And it, like it's his personal declaration about the situation, not anything else, <laughs> right? He's not playing like the boys are back in town and riding off into the distance. Like right. he's not he's not making any sort of statement it's this very it's, just like it's I, the pageantry of a triumphant moment with none of the triumphant with none moment. of the payoff yeah. or the build or oh, ironically my harry was also dressed l- like he absolutely should be listening to the boys yeah. are back in town <laughs> like i had this fucking le- like leather jet like i had the the piss jacket mm-hmm. i had the different leather jacket <laughs> and i had the fucking uh uh, uh heimdall or whatever the barbarian man from shirt. heimdall yeah man from heimdall shirt and like yeah that shirt rules <laughs> I didn't yeah, get it. That's a good that's, shirt. It's uh, the mini mart or the, the pawn shop. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's a pawn yeah. shop. All I right. Yeah. So, 
Also, I want to I want to talk just for a minute before we get to the island about how there's some clothes that are hilariously specifically attached to certain economic ideals. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's the, wonderful. There's the ind- indirect taxation shoes, the Mazovian <laughs> hat, and the uh, the the centrist pants. There's centrist pants, and there's also like oh, and straight ro- up proud boy polo. Yeah, there's the royalist shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think yeah. I found that one. Yeah. And like, it's funny because if you put any of them on, you immediately start having an internal internal conversation about yeah. this idea. It's a way to gain the idea without making the statements. It's yeah. so like. It's so funny because it's so reductive, but also so true. I, I don't think it's reductive. I think it um, putting the hat on doesn't actually make you a very good communist. Right. Putting the hat on makes you basically the kind of socialist I feel like I am, which isn't exactly a flattering thing. Where like I haven't read lots of books on the material. I have like a vague collection of ideas in my head that I believe and in. You outwardly think this appearance yeah. is cool. You, you know the word atomized. Yeah, and yeah. I yeah, and I know how to perform that politic in front of people. Like and, and so so like that's what that hat is. That's what those pants are. Right. They're the they're the representative of that like weird middle of the road well, representative. I think, I think of you, that. you saying proud boy shirt is a perfect representation right. of that. Right. Because you remember at Charlottesville, the guy Super who intense. Got surrounded by leftists and took the shirt off, and he was like, "I was just—it's just like a joke to me. It's just right. like a game." Right? Which is which is like why that is that shirt. It's just—it's completely intentional yeah. in the same way. And like, and the centrist pants makes a lot of sense because you're fucking you're, khakis. Yeah, because they're fucking khakis, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the, the dad twirling his keys. You ready, and rock like, and roll? My new balances, the, the shitty loafers with the buckles for yeah, the fucking for the fucking capitalist. uh, capitalistic yeah, bag. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's this it's this like emblematic thing that forces it on you in this way that I thought mechanically yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah. it's performative. Yeah, yeah. But it all fits. Yeah. in the worst way. Like, yeah, because Harry isn't like Harry isn't actually a communist. He just he just like says things that sound like rhetoric. Yeah. Like he yeah, knows. Yeah, because if, if you throw any of that in the sniper's face, yeah. like he just tells you to get he's lost. Like, he says like you're a bullshit communist. Like yeah. he has a word for you and everything. Like, yeah. He's like, you're not, no, you're not fucking one of us. You're not part like, of a revolutionary brigade. You're a fucking cop for the moral intern. Like, right. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Which like him finally shoving that in my face while I played at it all game was wonderful. Well, it's like there's yeah. that dialogue where it's like, I just think we should be like a hustle, a hustle apocalypse. Uh, everyone should just hustle hard all the time and it'll be great. Uh, right. And you're just like, what the fuck? He doesn't like this guy has nothing. He's stupid. Go back to YouTube, right. asshole. Right. <laughs> like, so, so like, like the 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 guys who the guys who make this game, it clearly like <laughs> sort of bleeds through that their politics are more left leaning because you only get penalties for being a fascist. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but like uh, at the same time, like all of the ideologies that that you can sort of pretend to have in this game are sort of failed. Right. Well, and and the, that's it. You're pretending to have them because at the end of the day, you meet this guy who shoves it all in your face, anyways. Right. Like, which yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So you get to the island. Uh, oh, and you want to talk about that that thing with the stained glass because I didn't experience that. Oh yeah. So uh, if you get to the island, the the island's like a a military installation from the war. Right. Um, that that like anti aircraft guns and stuff were installed on this island. And- oh, it triggers off the church stained glass window. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Sorry. Anyway. Um. And so it's like this old uh, cement bunker with like artillery cannons in it and shit. Um, and when you get there, it's clear someone's been living there um, and you can't fully explore the island yet. And mm-hmm. you find where where our sniper has been living. You find his bed. When you find where he shot from. Yeah. Well, no, this is before Different that. Bed. This is before that. The bed in the bunker. There, there is okay. a bed in the bunker. <clears throat> not, not the mattress he sniped You're from. talking about where you fill it up with gas and turn it yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is inside. And, and you get to the bed and Kim's like, dude, you do not look good. You were shot. 
like <laughs> recently. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Kim, you're so right. You're so right. I'm going to take a nap. As I, the physical character, I told him to shut the fuck up. We're, we're keep going. We're yeah. going to finish this. So, so I, yeah. I actually didn't uh, encounter this on my first playthrough. When I went back to my save to re-encounter the sniper and the phasmid just to get it fresh in my mind for a podcast, mm. I, I saw that prompt and I was like, oh, cool. Let's try that. I haven't done that. And you go to sleep and then you wake up and Kim is gone. You wake up in the same environment, but it's a different color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of like uh, visual coding to tell you that you're in a dream or yeah. something's amiss or or whatever, and you can just you're drawn to the ocean. You can walk out over the water, yep. across a stained glass. You walk over ocean. to like the chain that goes into the water, and then you can just keep walking on the water. Yeah. Um, and depending on how much you've uncovered about your own past, you may or may not realize that where you eventually arrive is your apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your, your house in Jamrock. Yeah, yeah. You Next have some, to you the have, video rental store. Yeah, you have some vague information about where you live in Jamrock. That's like one of the ideas you can internalize is like... Yeah, that's the Keenan did that one. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, I, I did yeah. that one on my second playthrough where I did things differently a little bit. Yeah. And anyway, um, and Dolores Day, the weird humanist, uh, like... Humanist with all of its baggage. Yeah, semi-deity figure is there. And she's also like a muddy depiction of your ex. Um, She's like a... a, She's a a confused image of both of these people at once. The patchwork man. Uh, There's so much baggage attached to why she's the placeholder. And so so there's... So I... I, You you contend that she is not Dolores Day. Yeah. She can be both. So, so like, I learned enough about her in the police conversation after the island that, like, it's very clear that you're holding her this way mentally because of the idealism you had for her. Sure. Um, and for maybe the idealism we held for right, humanism. Right, right, And so that's, that's like, it's this weird... Like, Del- Dolores Day, um, by historical accounts, is a semi-supernatural figure. Yes. That, that her body fucking glows and she doesn't breathe. Right. Um... So- my 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 uh, conjecture is that um, Dolores Day is a manifestation via the pale that, okay. that, that she she is people's uh, she is a certain people's ideal manifested. She it, feels like a very platonic ideal person. Yeah, and and that's like, uh, like like a, a good version of chaos from Forty K. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the, the the pale like. F- to put what? that was why no, you, why just, are you booing me i'm right me. Yeah. it's not that it's not that i disagree it's just like <laughs> no, no, that, 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 that's an absolutely great it's comparison. fair and i hate um the the, the the pale like <laughs> metaphysically seems to be like uh, crumbling and chaotic ideas and information mm-hmm. um and it seems to be generated by humans the fa- like if you if you talk to the phasmid you'll yeah. you've heard that i'll we'll get to that in a second so like dolores day historically is probably not a human or at least not entirely a human she's right. like a weird supernatural thing and it's like your like ex is weird or idea yeah 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 like, do, you, do you guys um know so, anything about uh in elder trolls there's this character Polenial white strike no kind of reminds me of that um because he's like a robot from the future sent back in time to like make sure humans do the right thing for the rest of history mm-hmm. which is kind of like, it's okay. like a similar idea yeah right like yeah no, yeah like I, I get why you're bringing it up yeah. it's just funny that that's an elder yeah yeah, yeah. So, so like anyway like it, my, my, my whole point is that this encounter where, where you are basically telling your ex not to go that you, you can try and kiss your ex on the cheek and it's weird and you make the situation oh, that, weird yeah. and you try and hold her hand. I did and that it's and it was weird and I didn't do anything extra. Yeah. Like, and it's Ugh. just like, and the whole situation feels 
awful. It's it's it, it totally has that desperate breakup. You don't want the breakup so from, feeling. Uh, this is so relatable because from the outside, I go, man, Harry shouldn't have interpersonal relationships that deep with anybody. And then I go, oh, no, that's what I think about me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it's it's a very, it's yeah. a very relatable human. Yeah, thing. absolutely. Be like you're so awkward. You fuck. Yeah. And, and like, and like, it's very clear that this is this intermixing of, for me at least, it felt like this intermixing of that moment in his life and like him not being able to let go of it, but also like that the Dolores Day avatar is on top of all of it. Yeah. Feels like Harry trying to deal with the humanism aspect too. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, like he, it, it, it layers itself in. Also putting that lady up on a pedestal. For sure. Yeah, Cause for we, sure. Cause later when you talk about it with, yeah. with your ex partner, he's like, dude, that was like so long ago. And, right? and yeah, he's like, that was six years ago and she was really fucking hot. Yeah. And that's like the only detail yeah, he and has she about was, it. She had like no personality. Other well, than in, yeah. in, in that she, yeah. she came from a, 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 a higher class than you did. That she was, yo, she was definitely middle class. Yeah. And she, she was and like, she was slum it with you. I don't and- need to say anything more to you two about this, but this rings real true for me on a certain yeah. level. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. So th- th- that's more or less the extent of your encounter, me- meeting uh, weird D. Yeah. And like, there's no good way to get through it. Yeah. It- which I thought was like perfect. It's pitch perfect the, 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 for that the, the whole situation is miserable and yeah. uncomfortable and I don't I don't feel good about the decisions I made uh-huh. in that conversation. But you I- didn't have other options. Yeah. Like, it's so I mean, paralyzing. My options, my options were to not try and touch her. Right. Which is like what I, yeah. Right. Right. It's this, it's, it's all of that. Like yeah. it's, it's a very uh, good I, I absolutely love that this game plays against uh, genre in that you should not. And brought it like it actively encourages you not to exercise hey, certain dialogue. Options. What if you didn't? <laughs> Just don't do that. Yeah. Right. Like rather than having a bunch of like fake dialogue options, Fallout Four style, where yeah. they all end up at the same spot, and like you can do the rude one or the funny one or the straight one. Right. The same way Mass Effect does. Yeah. 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 It's like no, some of, like you probably shouldn't some of do that. Some shit just shouldn't be said. Yeah. <laughs> should should say that nonsense, Harry. Yeah. And and then and then the game has tooltips that point you in the other direction too. Like it's fine to say weird shit. People accept it from cops. Yeah. Yeah. I love that loading screen. Like the, the, the loading the loading screen is good because that one absolutely reminded me to like not do that. Yeah, because um it it specifically it's says like two sided in its it, intention. It says like yeah, go ahead and say crazy things. People are are like willing to accept it from you because you are a cop. Yeah, people and are you leaning have power because you're a cop. Yeah, and it's like oh wow, I don't like that at yeah. all. No, like it has an edge to it either way in this yeah. way that it's like. Also, I love that you spend the whole game going, hey, what the fuck is this? loading screen yeah and then it's the last level yep <laughs> right yeah You're like oh it's the fort so you wake up and it's been like an hour yeah and harry's like you said some shit or no kim's like you said some shit in your sleep and you're like yeah fucking we're not talking like i think they're like no we're done with that option we, we like, will not speak of this uh, hey, now you want to talk about personal matters right huh kitsuragi yeah huh? yeah <laughs> no, so I was like, no, we're done. Like, like, I was like, I was like, no, Harry, you need to put this to bed, and you're gonna do that verbally right now. Like, especially like after that, I felt better about it because like six years, holy shit, right? Like, the fuck is wrong with you, Harry? Uh, I absolutely love that conversation too because uh, so there are dialogue cool. options in there that you can claim I don't know how much veracity I put into this but you can claim Harry can claim that he was faking it yeah like all of the psychosis and all of it everything he was just he's like nah man this was just a tactic to get to point A from point A to point B like this is just what I do right so I um 
I wasn't able to track any of this down. I tried to dig up the dialogue, but people wouldn't tell me directly where to find this information. I, I, I was in some, uh, I was in a discussion thread on the Waypoint forums about, about this game. And I was talking about it also on just the Disco Elysium, uh, Discord that part of the way Harry, part of Harry's amnesia is a result of pale exposure. Oh, that makes sense. And that's, that's with what we know about the, pale, what, what, what we know about the pale of being this like sort of, um, crumbling state of information and ideas sure. that like, th- like this is part of it. And, and it kind of fits in with the weird sound gap in the church and like, yeah, well there, there's also a hole in the church yeah, in yeah, time yeah, and yeah. space. That's, that's well, cause like from, from when you talk to Joyce, when you yeah. talk to rejoice about, um, the uh the earth and you talk about like where we are and 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 the whole planet when you view it from space there are circles that slowly expand yeah so that is a new circle of the pale right that is expanding outwards over and she's sitting there trying to understand it before it expands like yeah yeah it's something like 90 something percent of the planet of elysium is covered in pale at this Mm -hmm. point um the the world the the end of the world is preordained in this game that like in their created fiction for the world, they have said like the pale envelops Elysium, mm-hmm. uh, the cha- chaotic ideas, crumbling and rotting <laughs> ideas envelop everything. Well, and with the way Martinez feels that fits. Sure. Right? Oh yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely yeah. like in, in, in keeping with the theme of defeat yeah. that exists in the game. Yeah. You're 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 doing your best in this crumbling infrastructure. Yeah. Well, and, and the the pale, as as detailed by the phasmid, is 100% anthropogenic. Mm-hmm. That that the pale didn't exist before we did. That when when humans arrived, the pale began to grow. Yeah. So you open you you key up a generator and you open the back door to this room and you step outside. Yeah, you go outside and meet the and there's this fucking old ass a, communist. Meet a guy whose gun doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. you mean an old Who ass has the communist. best jacket in the game. Oh uh, yeah. So so you meet him and you basically have to like try and piece together the last tiny bits of information to figure out he's the shooter, mm-hmm. which isn't really that hard. No, like so my guy had really good visual calculus. <laughs> so like. We were already certain yeah. someone shot from the fort. And when we got to the fort before we ran into him, it was like, oh, this is definitely where someone shot someone yeah. from. I guess we better find out who lives here. Yeah. It doesn't actually matter very much who they are because they definitely fucking did yeah. it. Yeah. Like, no one else comes you out here. There and, you, and you find out that, uh, that he was so, like, he had a fucking moral panic about uh, <sighs> basically his worst nightmare. Yeah. Which was, which was a, a young woman seduced by liberal capitalism mm-hmm. to to sell both body and soul yeah. to liberal capitalism having sex with violence incarnate yep right yep. like and that was such a moral panic for him he had to kill it yep right that, that's the way i read that situation yep. I, I, a, I don't think that's a bad read he, is is a, is is a moral panic and as a his worst feels worst fears crystallized in a single act and a single moment yeah yeah right? of, of people who are like sort of stand-ins for things that right that he worries well, and, about and he admits to these sort of critical masses of of disagreement because like he before. knows that she's a spy because right. he sees her out on the coast putting her shit in the buoy right. he's the one who steals the shit from the buoy he's been sitting right? on this island for years watching people through his scope on his rifle mm. and he even like admits that like there are situations that he has seen and he has hated and he has pulled the trigger 
right? And that this is the most recent one. I actually don't understand why he hasn't killed Renee because he fucking hates Renee <laughs> and he watches Renee all the time and Renee wears his uniform. So I actually went deep on that. Yeah, the, the conversation, conversation is cool. And I think the the you can stun him with the with the fact that Renee is dead. Oh, at sure. At that point, you can stun yeah. him and use that to like win the conversation. But it's also that like he thinks that Renee's existence is so pitiful and torturous for him that he has to strut around pretending to be this like this this figure of of vivacious youth uh, and and um, vigor while having you know arthritis and, yeah. and rheumatism He's falling apart and, while and, his ideal and crumbling and pain and he has to see his beloved Martinez look like this and right. he has to live you, in this you world want, but none that of that matters like he 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 wants he's in he's doing that thing that children do where they go you made me feel bad so my reflex is to try and make you feel exactly as bad as i feel right all right yeah and that's kind of the idea that i read from that conversation which is that to kill renee would be a release in his mind and and like what i got was that the hate runs both ways that 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 renee is the reflection of his hate of renee right and that that destroying notice, notice that it, they both look very similar, right? And yeah. and he even says that like if I killed him, he 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 says at one point like he was there for the blackest day, mm-hmm. and that when I killed him would be the day I killed myself, right? Is what he says. Like that that this is the final like letting go, succumbing to. Yeah. He was saving it. He was savoring it. Yeah. This doesn't seem very responsible because this guy's gonna die soon. Yeah, <laughs> like the sniper is not in good shape. No, and, but but again, that's part of him is ignoring that. Yeah, right? sure. Right, he's uh, he's holding on to everything he had after he deserted it. Right, that's the part that's fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he was saying, you know, like when I'm done, that's yeah. when I'll, I'll I'll finally end Renee and it'll right. be like the sweet release. Right, and catharsis he's saying and, he's the last yeah. one, and I'm not done, even though like, bro, you're fucking done. Well, your rifle's done. Yeah, like, <laughs> what are you gonna go stab him? You ain't gonna stab nobody. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you do reveal that the footprints in the dust outside of uh, Colossus' room were him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, so he was sneaking around. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Question how much of it's him. He has been skulking around a little bit, but like also just like, I don't know, dude. Renee seems like he's in better shape than you. <laughs> so you yeah, I mean he's playing Patnack and you're sitting out here in the swamp. Well, and also like Renee can stand up straight. <laughs> so so you finish this conversation with him and suddenly the fucking phasmid shows yeah, up. Yeah, the the Insulindian Phasmid. Um my second favorite character in the whole game. Yeah. He's so, so good. So for me, there's this sort of possession going on there between them mm-hmm. and i don't necessarily think he was the one walking around town i think maybe he was well, walking so, around through the phasmid around so, town so like there's part, a weird part of i think you're sort of conflating some things so part of the explanation at the end of the game is the insulidian phasmid renders him into a state where he is arrested right like both physically and sociologically right. he is under arrest right because it has been slowly inoculate not inoculate, what is the reverse uh inundating him yeah. with uh with this poison right. over years right right and so it eventually reaches this point where he just goes right right in his seat right, right? and so you know maybe there's an element of hallucination there but okay. there definitely is not an element of of crossed consciousness okay that's yeah. fair oh, oh, but it talks about watching people just as much as he does sure in this way that sure because that, the things like, on this that's what that. the things on this island do it's yeah. a theme right well and you know also they're, they're both figures who like hide outside of society looking in like right. like it's not okay it, yeah it, it's absolutely in line with you the notice the, the the actual the trajectory away from martinez which is this hub 
that literally has so many people stuck in it right. because of the traffic jam. Your 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 trajectory is away from that. To the edges. As you go to the fishing yeah. village where there's like five guys getting drunk in the yard and an old lady who washes bird shit off a coat for you. Out to the abandoned right. buildings. Out to the abandoned to buildings the, yeah. where there's one guy walking around with his kid. Yeah. Right? And the pigs. And, and that's you, it. You can find... And there's a dead guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And the druggies. Yeah, yeah. In the tent. In the tent. And then there's even less people. Did, then, did, did you let them use the church? I tried, I didn't, but I didn't finish it out. For it. I don't like them. I don't trust them. I convinced them to not have a drug lab in their club, and then I went inside and talked to the programmer, and she was like, no. And then I went back to them, and they were like, you could convince her. And I was like, I'm not doing this. So, yeah, so like, I, didn't have I saw that there was a dialogue option where I could be like, okay, but no drugs. And I saw that dialogue option, I was like, I don't fucking trust these guys. Yeah. If I say no drugs, that doesn't mean shit. They're gonna so they're gonna blow up this church in a meth lab explosion, or they're just gonna get a bunch of kids killed. Like when a fire breaks out with their electronic. So surprisingly, equipment. they're pretty cool with no drugs. If you make the check, really? Yeah. I, I, so here's the thing: is even if they say, "Oh yeah, officer, sure, no drugs," I don't fucking trust these guys. It, it feels more genuine than I expected. These guys are dumb sacks of shit. You're right. Um, <laughs> and 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 I want there to be. The, the the type of space they talk about creating, yeah. I want yeah. that to exist. Absolutely. I don't trust these fucking guys. So, so well, isn't, isn't that what Everard was talking about building out there? So the, when, you, when you do the second quest for him, yeah. but in order to get the encounter with the pigs, he wants you to go get the sign-off from the net picker and the old lady so that he can build a youth center in yeah. that part of town. And do that sort of thing and yeah. create that sort of space. Sure. So it is sort of like destined to be that no matter what. Sure. So right? yeah. it's just whether it's it's like from the youth down or from the union or yeah. from the union down or the youth up. So when you right. pass the no drugs check, the motherfucker who speaks in code in the corner, uh-huh. he goes, No, that's totally fine. It's more about the music and the club than it is about the drugs. And he basically convinces the other well, two. It's an egghead or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Like egghead's like, no, actually the point is the music. And they're like, Yeah, okay. And so like it sort of comes from him that they're not going to do it. And then you go outside and you talk to her and she's like, Oh yeah, no, that that's doable I, too. I, I think, but I'm with you that I totally don't fucking trust. I, I think, them. I think I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I think you've made a great rebuttal of the point that I was making. I do not accept it. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> you, fine. You, you have, you have made an excellent right. case. I am not convinced that these dudes I'm are not as they the seem genuine, dipshits. But I also didn't see it through. So. As the person who works with youth closest to this age group, let me tell you a thing that happens literally every day. Hey, can you do that? Yeah, sure, Mr. Matt. Two seconds later, doing the other yeah, does, yeah, does no. the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, they'll agree to whatever can, to get you to stop talking. They can cognitively say yes without changing their pattern. I yeah. understand yeah, that. Yeah. Like... Or, or what happens a year from now after they've opened the club and like maybe their money is a little tight this time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so you sort of walk away from the conversation with this guy after pointing at all the things that are evidence that he did it. Yeah. Um, and you've pretty much wrapped up that he's the that one. That conversation more than any other conversation in this game reminded me in a good way mm-hmm. of the conversations from Deus Ex where you're trying to convince something, uh-huh. someone of something that they really don't want to believe. Like, yeah. like you, there's a moment where your internal dialogue is like, you've got him. Just let him go. Yeah. And you have to like sort of deal with the politicisms of the situation that he's laying on it. To yeah, you. I, 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 I definitely really enjoy it. Like the internal voices in this game are always uh, like they're yeah. almost always great in this game. But I really like the one where it's just where you're I forget which it's like your volition or something. It's just like, don't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait till the opening comes. Wait till the opening comes. Right. And he like talk for a while. I was like, this is the opening here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, go for it. Yeah. It's that it's that instinctual like now thing yeah. internalized you know, in a way that's really cool and then like i love that you can you can insert things if you want to in those situations or you can just smile and nod basically and like it's that sort of same 
same thing we were talking about with Oxenfree's dialogue of like that you can just let it hang and that being an option is fucking satisfying mm-hmm. right because that's how real conversation works mm-hmm. well and um I think in this game you don't uh, so something in in dialogue tree driven games like this a lot mm-hmm. uh, tout or or use as a people use it sometimes as a mar- as a yardstick for how good it is is like how much you can convince people how much you can affect the world around you through your dialogue choices mm-hmm. and I think this game like does a good job of smartly splitting the difference where like there are arguments and conversations that you will never win by arguing them well enough right. You know, like I, we've all, everyone's been in an argument with someone who was heated enough or invested enough in an idea that there's really not anything you can say that's going to change right. what they think. I mean, it's like I was talking to somebody about insulin in America. And I was like, how, like my friend had to move to the Czech Republic because insulin's too expensive and the, the insulin prices literally kill people. And she was like, well, I just don't know. Right. And that was their response. Yeah. Right? yeah like yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so like talking, talking to the sniper on the island, you are never really going to change his mind on anything. No. He's been here for decades. He's telling you how it is. No. Yeah. It's, from it's, his it's a, it's a, a true police interrogation. Yeah. Like Curvis was talking about, like mm-hmm. there's a certain, like there's certain moments in the game that are interrogations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But because of the RCM and because of Martinez being the way that it is, you're not dragging them into an interrogation room. You're right. having to conduct you're them, like them where they are. in the field. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it is that it is that dynamic of you have this information and you need to understand why. And well, you need to make him admit the, what he did. Right. Well, right. And, and what I'm describing, I don't, I don't even mean it to be limited limited to the interrogations. It's like the thing I was saying with the 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 showdown with the mercenaries before. It's yeah. like there, there's no way that you with a silver tongue can convince this is going to happen. The pack of men with yeah. a bunch of guns that like actually we can all be friends. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can convince them that they're not surrounded with by loincloths and you mud huts. You can't roll a twelve the, on a d10. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and 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 that that's also in the game. Yeah, yeah, is amazing, right? Like that that you can't just mechanically break that is wonderful because that's fucking real life shit, right? Like yeah. games don't. The thing I love about the chances this game takes is that is that there are unwinnable situations, and that you still have to live with that, right? Like, I mean, I think what this game is 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 a a, a huge tapestry of unwinnable situations. Absolutely, and like and like, I, I love that you can fail your way through this game. Yeah, yeah. And, but but that. That you can still get enough information to to continue through that failure is really fucking cool. Because most games don't care about that being a, a possibility, right? Like, most games, you just get a game over and you go do it the right way, right? And this game is like, nah, keep going. I mean, there's a couple of non-standard game overs you can get in this game. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, for the most part, you're right. Like, yeah. You but definitely I- you can't shoot Kunalis. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no way you can't shoot a kid in the face no, for doing nothing no you can't shoot a kid in the face Kim will not be your friend afterwards <laughs> I like that Kim not being your friend is, is the a game breaker. over yeah, yeah it's that's, a game over that's great it 100% is a game over yeah because there are so I talked about it before I think before we were recording but there are moments where you fuck a checkup and Kim nails it for you yeah like there are definite situations and conversations where you're like, I'm gonna go it, I'm gonna go for it, and you fail, and then Kim just jumps in while you're stupid oh, about it. Can, can I describe a thing to you guys for a moment that's yeah. com- almost completely off topic? Yeah. So I sent Kim to go take the body back, mm-hmm. uh, and like he's gone, right? And I did the entire uh, economic with disenfranchisement, uh, the cursed economic, the cursed zone. economic zone. I did that entire dungeon by myself. 
Uh, and that was a very, like, weird and lonely and, like, I wonder what this is. I'll never know. Right? <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> like that funny. whole section I'm so, going through. And I'm just, like, kind of fumbling around so, in the so, dark. So from my perspective of my player. Oh, also because my my Harry was a dumbass. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's why yeah. I'm excited to go back through and play it very physical. Yeah. Because I, as the player, have all the context. Mm-hmm. From all the encyclopedic knowledge and bullshit that I've pulled, but my character will be fucking clueless. <laughs> but that's why I played dumbass first, is right. because I wanted to because I noticed there was this dynamic where the physical checks are always very important and mm-hmm. very high stakes, and the mental checks there are very ubiquitous, and there's a lot of them, right? And so I wanted to fail mm-hmm. all of the mental checks mm-hmm. while passing the very important and few and far between, and just sort of experience the yeah. waves upon yeah. waves of failure it- with those those small spikes yeah. of winning. There's right. these weird physical wins. I wonder if the game's completable if you're bad at everything. That, like, that was my next test. That was the, the next thing like, I was If you got do. like a character editor and just made all your stats there's bad? A, there's a, a trainer I found after the fact, after I beat the game, where you can set your skill levels. Okay. Like um, after character creation. After creation, you can set your skill levels in, in a lot of skills. Not all of them, but in a lot of them. And so I was thinking about going through and setting as many of them as possible to zero um, and seeing what happens. I want to go through and play like a physical monster and then be good at visual calculus so I can get like the dumb detective mode parts done mm-hmm. and then just fumble through the rest of it. The The first area of the game gives you a lot of clothing options that make you better at visual calculus. So oh, that so was, you don't even necessarily need to stat into it. Yeah. That, one you of just the need to recognize placement of clothing in the map in the story is very important. Super intentional. Right? Yeah, like very when you done. get to the coast, there are about... There's a lot of physical clothes. There, no, there are about three different things out on the coast that you can't get at before mm-hmm. that give you shivers bonuses. bonuses. Right. Like there's a, there's a necktie that gives you a shivers bonus out yeah. on the coast. And that is very important yeah. for getting through that shivers wall well and the, the building and right? the uh the there's a couple clothing items for immediately after that mm-hmm. for the physical check yes, whether it's which, the crawling the phys- or, yeah, the, or the yeah. yeah or the dodging a bullet yeah or whatever yeah huh. so anyway yeah the, the the placement of clothing on the map is very intentional interesting yeah um and when you get it given to you for quests and stuff it kind of tells me about. what i did out of order too yeah tells me a lot yeah so anyway, so um, the phasmid, phasmid, the phasmid. So a, a, a phasmid, phasmids mm. are real. Phasmids are living creatures. Phasmids, uh, everyone probably knows of a walking stick. It's a yeah. bug. Bug look like a stick. Bug look like a stick. Bug look like a stick. <laughs> it don't move fast. Mm-hmm. You think it's a stick? It does, bug doesn't get eaten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Insulindian phasmid um, doesn't look like a stick. It looks like a bunch of reeds. It's and it hangs out. It's in a the reed reeds. spider. Um, <laughs> that thing like expanding was such a cool animation. Yeah. 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 Um, also, the phasmid is there the whole time. When you go and talk to the sniper, the phasmid is there, and you can see it if you look carefully. If you know what you're looking, if you know what you're looking for, you can see the that's phasmid. wonderful. It does. So there's a there's in the conversation with him. There's a check at one point if your perception's high enough to be like something in the bush is rustled. Yeah, something's wrong, and yeah. you can think it's the cold at Mamadakwa if you have that idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I failed that check, and I was like, "Oh, it's gone." So all throughout the fort, as you're walking through, you will feel that feeling. Okay, and if you have the cold at Mamadakwa idea, you ascribe you it to think that. that it is the cold yeah. at Mamadakwa. Okay, and awesome. So I thought what was going to happen was that an invisible stalker, a la D and D, was going to <laughs> rend sniper man asunder oh, and man. then leave and then Harry and Kim were going to have to deal with sort of the fallout lo- of that. I love that when you put that in your thought cabinet you're fixated on it. Yeah. Like I yeah. love that that's like a thing. It's, it's maybe one of my favorite thought cabinet items. Like there's one where it's like you step out of the whirling in rags and the wind blows and it's like 
maybe the wind is just blowing because it's warm inside there and it's cold out here. Or it's a supernatural being where you hear like a, you hear like a really high pitched noise and you're like, oh, it's the sound thing that she was describing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the sound demon. It's yeah, like, here. I love how if you go in depth with them, it starts flavoring everything yeah. in this fucking like like Harry is very much primed for it in a way that's hilarious. Like, and then and then like, oh no, it's real. Yeah. Right? Like, that's so, what I love about so, it. So, I was really into cryptids when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I loved Bigfoot books. I loved UFO books. I'm glad. I'm so glad you're talking about that. U- UFOs aren't cryptids, but I, they're, they're definitely in, it's like, in that same sort of... Crypt- yeah. I mean, they're, they're, it's that same sort of, like, leap of faith thing you can't prove, and that's super cool, and if it was true, would, like, would make the world so much a more yeah. weird and colorful fantastic. and fascinating yeah. and, and fantastic place. And you know what, like... Also, the X-Files reruns were on, you know, so, like, why not? Yeah. Right? The, the X-Files, uh, uh, the first runs were on when oh, I was right, a kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Wendigo episodes so good yeah uh so like I, I always loved that shit and as i grew up i sort of put it aside because like i'm sorry folks cryptids ain't real sorry there's too much evidence e- right? email me at my web zone to yell at me yeah. about cryptids but cryptids ain't fucking real Yo, if you email us and yell about cryptids we'll give you a game code. yeah we'll give you a game code. <laughs> <laughs> um so so i mentioned earlier that uh, uh uh like one of the big modifiers in being able to talk to the phasmid is if you check the traps Okay, so I did that by way of like, oh, I'm just going to help this guy out. Like, sure. I wasn't like all the way so, into so it. So I, I check the traps every single day and I got like a plus three nice. on the roll there. Okay. And I I, I love that because the the appeal of like fucking Bigfoot hunting and cryptid hunting is, it is an article of faith to some degree. That mm-hmm. like these, the people who believe in this shit, they believe in it and they literally don't have any tangible evidence that right. they exist. The same way that's what those ma- people, the cryptozoologists in the game are that way. Yeah, yeah. It, be, be, because they wouldn't be cryptids if you had solid evidence. Right. You know, they, they would be animals. Right. They would be endangered species or whatever. And even after the conversation with the cryptid, like, that happens. I think I said it last time, but I love that the cryptozoologist hangs out with the crypto fascist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good gag. It's a very good joke. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, so I, 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 I oh, it, radio cryptocurrency. What the fuck does that look like? Uh, <laughs> but, but like, like, he, 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 without even getting into what's rewarding about speaking to the cryptid, like, he, just having this experience by itself to me would it hit me very, very close to my heart. And it was something that I wasn't sure would be a universal experience in the Yeah, universe. that's what when it happened for me, I'm like, does everyone get this? Yeah, yeah. I, I wondered because I had, like I, I I towed the line. Oh, enough. I didn't have that. I didn't have that at all. I was like, oh, this is the end of the game. Well also it, it was one of those things where um I had so many of my personal choices had revolved around a cryptozoology and cryptids that I one it made me wonder if how they, much of me doing all these things encouraged no, because, this. Because because the the cryptozoologist lady is one of the first NPCs you meet. And then the cryptozoology tasks have nothing to do with anything. Like they're not integrated at all. The the furthest they're integrated is that Gary has the power armor shirt and you can give him shit about it and charge him 250 real for stealing it, which is great. Um, uh, but like they're this thing that's very far removed from the rest of the game. And the game keeps telling you everything is related to the case. So the, the, okay. Yeah. The, so they're the, the insolidian yeah. phasmid is putting the capstone on, on, um, was it not uh, da, 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 lending, lending, lending like um, legitimacy to Harry's way of doing things? Sure, that all right. of it matters. So, yeah. so the 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 place I was mentally like at that encounter is that the 
I get this NPC to talk to. I, I receive a lot of exposition and mm-hmm. I learn a lot of things from this NPC and the, the game ends shortly thereafter. Um, and so it made me wonder, like, is the insulin, the conversation with insulin and phasmid, is that my exposition NPC I get because I have high inland empire and, the, and I've done these things and that like, if I'd made my character differently, is the end exposition going to be different? Am I going to, instead of meeting a fantastical, weird alien creature, right? instead, um, like, do I do I get a different any? Do, does a different NPC or a different set of events turn out right? And so, like, it's clear that that's not the case. It would be really funny if like a dude in a ghillie suit came out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your like, teaser ass is like, no, it's a spec ops dude. Like, 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 what, like what, what if I'm high fizz and contact Mike comes out of the reeds <laughs> and talks to me? I love that you can shout about contact Mike one more time after the yeah. island. I I love contact Mike. <laughs> and it's, actually, this is a similar thing because it made me wonder about the gym teacher thing because one of the uh points uh used to be like oh it does make sense you're a gym teacher that's why you won't shut the fuck up about contact contact mike Mike. and i was like that's so true i don't shut up about contact mike (laughs) and so that's what made me think like maybe this gym teacher thing is like the game giving me like a grade at the end of the game of like we think you're this person Like, like, and it doesn't feel that far of a stretch for the game to do that because it's yeah. already doing so many things like that. Yeah, yeah. There, there's so much reactivity in play. It, it's Speaking easy to assume all the things yeah. around you are so, reacting. So how'd this go for you? Because like I had this super in-depth conversation with, with, the, fa- phasmid? with the phasmid. Like, so the phasmid like we came, talked, he came was in. like, he was like, your experience is fucking terrifying to us because you experience all of it all the time, and that's fucking crazy. So I like the, the phasmid comes out of the reeds. I fail the Inland Empire check to speak with it. Okay. And uh, Harry's like, I'm like, Harry, take a picture. Yeah. And I like sort of reach out up and like touch it. And right. have that moment. Okay. Right. Where, where, and I, I pass those checks because I'm a very brave young man. Yeah. Um, who is in his mid fifties. And uh, <laughs> uh, then like the dude starts foaming at the mouth and we're, and the phasmid leaves and we're like, okay, let's get out of here. Yeah. And we go over the conversation with my ex partner mm-hmm. and his new partner. Okay. And the dude and the talk about like what the future for Harry will be and, and, and okay. things about your past. And talk about the case. The, the yeah, so, talk about, yeah, to wrap up the case. Yeah. So the conversation with the phasmid is like super metaphysical. And it's just like... It's, it's like weird and dreamlike. Yeah. And it, it's the same way like talking with yourself in your sleep works or... Like, you know, like, like you say to the phasmid, like you're, you're like incredible. You yeah. were an incredible thing. You were the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And he says like... I'm a relatively median life form. Well, it is you who are total extreme madness. Yeah. he He's like a volatile simian nervous system ominously new to the planet. <laughs> the pale two came with you. No one remembers it before you. The synidrians do not. The radially symmetrics do not. There is also there is almost a unanimous agreement between the birds and the plants that you are going to destroy us all. Right. So like. The way your consciousness is this weird fucked up thing, it is fucking terrified of, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, you are the arbiter of this to them. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, <laughs> whoa, okay. Um, and, like, the Fesman basically goes on to, t- to say that, like, the universe is afraid of you. Yeah. Like, like, not just, like, the life forms on Earth, but, like, the universe You're itself. not just the human can opener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you are the universe can opener. Sure. Um, and it tells you about the pale somewhat. It yeah. basically tells you that like the pale didn't exist before humans and that the, the pale is growing and growing and only, only came when the humans came. Right. Um, and then you hop back on the boat. Yeah. And you and leave. You talk with that guy who wouldn't take his wig and sunglasses off. God. 
I, I, and half the dialogue officers with him are, "Hey, you're that fucking guy." <laughs> you can. He's on the radio when you call your yeah, precinct. Yeah, no, they all are. Yeah. Well, and, uh, did, and you guys encountered him uh, at in the bar, the whirling and rags, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember, like, with that encounter, like when you encountered him the first time, like. At the time, I didn't realize how perfectly executed that moment was because there's there's definitely this feeling of like I'm missing something because mm-hmm. this guy's like what what fuck he's off like, so like, fucking mad yeah at he's you. so mad at you he won't tell you who he is he won't say shit he won't and, tell you why he's mad at yeah, you yeah and so like I went like clicking around the whirling rags like like Gart Gart's Gart surely can help me figure this out and like Gart's got nothing for you and I'm and like then she just sort of looks at you like sorry for you yeah yeah like and, and so like there's this moment where like. I, I didn't in the moment click that I am supposed to feel like I am missing something yeah. because you are, you yeah. are literally missing something, but it like, yeah, I, I don't know. And I, then later on he shows up and you're like, Oh, you're that. Oh, so, so I immediately got that. He was my ex partner, but I didn't realize that he was the same guy from the radio conversation right. that we had, had earlier. Right. And so when that happened, I was like, Oh, you're a dick. Yeah. Got it. Like I'm being a dick too, but yeah. Like the reason he's being, he, He's not unlike Gart in that he is being rude to you because you're a piece of shit. He's and you tired probably, of your fucking shit. Yeah, you've probably made his life really hard. Yeah, I mean, he's. Uh, they talk about his rank. He's a. He's a. Was a, a satellite officer, mm-hmm. which means that he was your partner and got promoted several by times, force. not by his own merit. Yeah, and now he has to live with the fact that he's a satellite officer and well above his station. Right. Yeah, and he's attached to you, the weird fucking whirlwind that solves cases. Mm-hmm. And and you're by also tripping on shit. And you're the one who refuses promotion repeatedly. Right. Yeah. Like you're you're a double Yefretor lieutenant or yeah. whatever. Like so. So because I love you, that because com- you're under the captain that rules. I yeah. love that conversation with the cops at the end because it like provides enough, but not enough, right? Like yeah. it provides enough to like give you answers to some of the loose ends, but also like yeah, they like, don't know shit about your interpersonal relationship with that lady. Yeah, you know, like well, I mean, what is there to be said about that? It's like you need to move on. You need to leave you need her to move alone. On. She was really fucking hot and middle class, and you need yeah. to stop. Like. like you, you- <laughs> So if you have the inexplicable feminist agenda, you can just yell at him about how the only detail he has is that she was hot. Okay. <laughs> like, like she was a person, you know? Like, <laughs> it's really good. That's good. Yeah. Um, and I love the way the, the lady cop just kind of rolls her eyes through that conversation of yeah. like, ugh, fuck. Like, six years of dealing with this. Like... Yeah, of being on this fucking task force. Yeah, of being on this task force. Well, isn't she new? I thought she was new yeah, to the task new. force or she's something. Because the task force was all the guys you talked to on the radio. Yeah. And that's it. And you guys are like the only functioning part of of Precinct 41. The only thing that gets anything done. Kim's the other functioning part. Well, he is now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because we all got Kim to join, I'm assuming. Hell yeah. You, you all made the I'm correct choice. I'm not letting choice. go of my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. I had, well, because you get a bunch of bonuses for Kim liking you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And he's a so, good cop. He yeah. should come be a good cop in the place that needs good cops. I don't know. I think we should both join the Hardy Boys, but that, that's me. Yeah. I also did a lot of screaming about how the cops were going to become communists. <laughs> I did a lot of that. <laughs> All right. Um, so, are uh, we good? I think so. I don't. Yeah. I don't. That think feels I, like a good stopping point. I don't think I have anything I want to come back um, to because we have a job to do. I'm sure I'll figure out some shit tomorrow. I should have said some quest lines I didn't talk about about the working class woman or something. Or uh, Keenan. Oh man, we need touchstones. We need touchstones. Mm-hmm. 
like that we can rate between one and five and oh, compare to fuck, ten more we're games. Doing we're doing this. Oh boy. I am picking this game <laughs> for the first one. Okay. So how many Disco Elysiums out of five I mean, does Disco Elysium? It gets five, get? I think. Yeah. <laughs> End of discussion. It's a, yeah. it's a platonic the, this game is the platonic ideal of a Disco Elysium. Of this award, yeah. I actually disagree with that. <laughs> cool. There there are improvements that could be made. Like the th- I think the thought catalog could be better fleshed out and there are some QA things that could be um uh, done better. But that's mostly because I have a different platonic ideal of what a platonic ideal is mm-hmm. sure. than you maybe. <laughs> so, Plus like it's yeah. their first game. Yeah. So, right. I'm so very like, I'm very happy with it. Let's yeah. let that not be said. Um This is a hell of a first So game. I'm picking Disco Elysium and then we are continuing clockwise. And if you don't have anything, I can skip to Owen. You got one? Oh, do I have one right now? Yeah, because uh, I don't one. necessarily have one right now. <laughs> Wait. It's okay. There's gonna be some cuts on this. I episode. can't. I can't stop thinking of just like the games I've been playing in the last week. Whatever. Which I don't think any of those games are. Well, first of all, one of those games is one of our old set of touchstones. Yeah, which we can't use <laughs> yeah so I don't want to use that. I'm not putting Kerbal Space Program back on. <laughs> um, okay, well, you, do we want to add Temtem? Yeah, let's put Temtem on. Let's, let's add Temtem. It, it's like it's a. Uh, because Temtem is good in dif- in ways that are very different from Disco yeah, Elysium. That exist at right angles yeah. to Disco Elysium. Yeah. I need some context for Temtem. Temtem. Temtem is Pokemon, but an MMO. Yeah, it's an indie-developed Pokemon. I'll show it to you after like the recording. All the trappings that I'm expecting yeah. are yeah. there. It's, okay. it's Pokemon. I just want to clarify it's, that like that's not reductive. It's, it's exact. Pokemon, but they made systems refinement that Pokemon is not allowed to make. Okay. It's or, double battles only, and it's MMOs. Yeah, it, it, it's basically like a vision of like what Pokemon could be. It, it, like it, it is trying to do the things that Pokemon is unable or unwilling to right. do. Pokemon painted itself into this corner, and we're yeah. not in that corner. Also, the designs are good. Okay. They are good. No, not that Pokemon <laughs> isn't, but like m- many challengers to Pokemon have come. And they do not always have good Pokemon designs. Okay. There's like big fat tardigrade bunnies. They're great. Yeah. Uh, they, they look like the dude you give uh, the Korok seeds to. In... Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, I just came up with a third one. Yo, but like. Which Zelda game should be uh, uh, a touchstone? Ooh. Uh, I want to say Breath of the Wild just because, like. Yeah, because it came out most recently. Well, well most scope recently, is ridiculous. Well, and it's like, it's also like a big system game. Yeah, yeah. okay. It, it's the Far Cry okay. 2 of so, Zelda so, games. So we have Disco Elysium, which is getting a 5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Temtem, which I believe it's probably. Because it does have some crunchy ass shit under the hood. In Disco yeah. Elysium. So I'm going to throw out a two. A two? Yeah. I think a two is reasonable. There's a lot of systems crunch in there, yeah. is what you're saying. But it's not 100% of the game. And yeah. It's not the focus. It's not the core. But it is, like, it's, it's in there. I, I, I would have given a one, but I'm, I'm okay with I the can, two. Yeah. I can agree with the two. Because when you get into, like, the thought cabinet and the way oh, yeah, bonuses no, like, are I've, happening and, and all that. My and, programmer brain yeah. in the background is looking yeah. at this game and going, whoa. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> like, it, it hides it under the... the incredibly big hood but it also the, surfaces it enough for you to realize it's right. there it's, it's like the conversation we were having earlier about um um apocalypse world yeah and how it it surfaces the mechanics when they're necessary right. and submerges them when they're not right and so. that there's a clear delineation on being able to apply this to other things right, right. yeah yeah okay so so two for tim tim and then breath of the wild breath of the wild um i think we should have one that um well no because i want to talk about the number before we move oh on. okay yeah. sure 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 uh, ascribe it a breath of the wild yeah um because you posited it so probably yeah. you should come up with the yeah I, i'm trying to think about the the way 
there's a lot of the the mechanical systems in Disco Elysium that um, naturally generate. Um, like I'm thinking about like the way Disco Elysium's clothes work, mm. where um, you you start picking clothes in that game to um, be able to do checks that you can't do and things like that. You um, use them to alter, and, and, but yeah. but also they they do um, sort of outwardly reflect who your character is mm -hmm. to some degree. Like, yeah, like, I, I put this on to make this check and then I put on the thing I'm comfortable with. Yeah, in, in a way that I, I think is logical that like my guy looks like the way he talks. Right, right. Um, and I, I like that and it, and it does it naturally through its mechanical systems. And so oh, so I, there's, like a, there's like a smoothness there. Yeah, there's and, a... and Breath of the Wild, and, and this isn't limited to clothing, but I'm going to continue to use the clothing metaphor here. Breath of the Wild has a similar thing where they're, they're, the, the, the equipment in that game there's uh, a costume with a function. Yeah, There's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like in some games... You, you start, look like the way you play. You start yeah. playing the game, right? Uh -huh. And you've been playing the game and you've been having fun and then you hit this like fucking speed bump where the tutorial is over and it yeah. goes, here's all the numbers. Yeah. Figure it out, mm -hmm. right? And neither of those games do that in a way that is very good. So... What is that numerically? I want to say it's like a maybe a high two or a low three is is where I fall. I was feeling a three based on Breath what you said. So yeah, like a three. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a. I think both games are executing on relatively simple things, but the possibility space of their systems is pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. um, I, I want to pause it for our next touchstone game that uh, we we've been doing games that are uh, numbers and mechanically focused, mm -hmm. and we we. We have Disco Elysium, which in itself is a is a narrative and mechanical sure, touchstone. Sure, some like, sort of like VN but, or something. So I was thinking um, we should have we should have something that's sort of the opposite end of the spectrum narratively, where um, Disco Elysium is. Granted, it is an authored story. Mm -hmm. you, you always end up finding the Russian sniper or the communist sniper, and you it always this that and the other thing. But also, like so much of the narrative of that game is self guided and self chosen. That like I think um, having a game that is like almost the antithesis of that narratively. Vampire Are you saying we need something that's emergent? No, no, something non-emergent. Okay, so the, the, Vampire the, the Masquerade Weapon. Um, I feel like that is already in such similar space sure. to this. Um, okay. like thinking? I, I'm thinking something more more narratively constrained along the lines of like an Uncharted game. Oh, okay. So, so, so some like more linear. So something where it has a very specific authored story about a specific okay. protagonist in a specific set of scenes, like not a, a, the, the pain? the antithesis of Titan an open Vault world too. game. Uh, Titanfall? Titanfall is probably better for what I'm talking about. Titanfall. I think Titanfall 2 because we've also talked about it. Yeah. yeah. So like it's contextually it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. And I love that maybe, game. Maybe that's what we should start doing is have the, all the Touchstones beat games we liked from Ooh. previous Or at least games we've played. I think yeah. I think it lends more to the conversation because yeah. you can go see what we think about that. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. In that okay, so Titanfall. How many uh, Keenan? Two. Um, for this? Yeah. How many Titanfall 2s? <laughs> I think... I think it no, gets. No, you just say a number so I can make my dumb joke. Like at least a two. You're going to say a three, so I'm going to say six points. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So, do your thing now. So, yep, I, so I, I think it gets a two because, like that game, it has moments that have to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. That there are these there are these big moments where the characters uh, collide with the event in a way that is unavoidable and and that you have to find your way through it also this game now, blew my mind multiple times uh -huh. and titanfall did with the time travel okay, yeah thing. so i i hear what you're saying and i like it uh -huh. i want to bump it down to a one though okay um and the reason i say that is titanfall is a game that un 
critically embraces violence and weapons and guns and tanks <laughs> okay, okay. and airplanes and the military yeah. and the ramifications of yeah. what the traversal fuck? is getting through people. Not there, there, there's not a single person in those games who was like, man, it really sucks to live in a war zone after the war. Yeah, like that is not what Titanfall okay, is about. That's fair. That's fair that the the flavor of the yeah, combat is the, the, totally I, I like what you're saying, and it does yeah. it does register a Titanfall score, but like there are certain values no, in Titanfall two that are so antithetical to yeah, this game. Yeah. That yo, you should watch the speed one of Titanfall two. It's fucking wild. Pretty buck uh, wild. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, can I throw something out there for you guys? For, yeah. For a touchstone here. What's that? That I feel like might are be we covering. At four or five? We're at four. This okay. will be the fifth touchstones one. Touchstones of the bad standards. Uh, the, the touch. The 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 bad touch. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> the bad touches, <laughs> the bad touches. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 was, I got to it before you a few seconds ago. It was <laughs> awful. Uh, but uh, gang beasts, uh, because sure. it it sort of fills a hole here for for big dumb fun. Because you know, one of the reasons Keenan is even here is because he likes AAA games in a way that we can't. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is which is very which is much evident that I was playing fucking Breakpoint the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and gang beasts is like dumb spectacle. Yeah, because it, yeah. it's not just that it's dumb fun it's like it's dumb fun like duking it on top of an airship right or like on top of a pair of speeding trucks Did you know you can make the airship spin with the spawnable objects that's so good <laughs> so people will hang on that we do a thing at work where the kids hang on to the airship and i try and spin it with boxes and they try okay. to hold on as long as possible. So, so the airship is a physics object <laughs> to some degree yeah to some degree that's or another cool. yeah it's pretty cool. That's cool anyway yeah gang beasts gang beasts um I actually want to give this a three because I haven't laughed out loud at a yeah, video game uh, in years. Yeah. I think um, it has especially an a game like this. I think it has an absurdity to it. It's really hard for games to be funny too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think I think this game has an absurdity and there's an unexpectedness. Yeah, yeah, so I'm it. throwing out a high bid. I recognize it's a high uh, bid. Okay, I I, I I'm, I'm going to sidetrack this conversation for a sec because I just want to celebrate a thing in this game. Yeah, that a lot of times when games are funny. There are it's by deploying self-contained gags, right? Like uh, no, it's not a joke. It's not a setup punchline. It's just Bleh. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like like Jazz Punk is an example of just a a big game of gags. Yeah, the Dynasty Gag Simulator. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 uh, and, and and this is sort. It seems sort of inherent to games because um, games are so self-directed, right? That like you like if you set up a joke and then your player walks away and stares at, or a ton of it becomes referential. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. That thing you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like this game sets up shit where like. I wake up at the Whirling and Rags. I, I step out of my room and I talk to to Klausia and uh, I I try and like put some smooth moves on her and I say something vulgar to her instead. Yep. And and like and I'm like, Ugh, that yeah, was- I, I passed that chick. Yeah. So so I I, <laughs> I walked the first time. So I walk down the stairs and I'm like, God, that was horrible. She doesn't seem like a very important character. I'm glad that's behind me surprise <laughs> and, and, yeah, and so surprise like when I encounter her next time and I mouse over that check to talk to her and I see like. You said lady hot or, or like whatever the fuck yeah, I said. I, yeah. I, I want said. to make fuck at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to make fuck at you. And it's like that moment was so fucking funny yep. to me. Not not that like my guy said some like sleazeball shit, but just that like me being put like having my nose rubbed in my shame. Yeah, no, no, like no, no, yeah. That. no my I, I like that uh, not when you go talk to her, but when Titus mentions that sh- you do need to go talk to yeah. her. And yeah. I had I you have you that glaze over yeah, oh, you, you, you fuck. Just, like your heart fucking explodes yeah. and you chat and you're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 like this this is um 
because of the self-guidedness of this game, this could be like 10 hours into your yep. playthrough yep. that she is that she has brought back into focus and like that that type of of setup and delivery yeah. in in because because there's also a lot of just the screwball humor where something is funny in its own self-contained moment. Fuck does Kuno care? Yeah. Uh, or but, or, or but like also her- like the things that build. Right, like, like to me, he this just is just like, keeps hitting it with the, the rock. Right, and the 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 humor of this game feels a lot like Hot Fuzz feels to me. Yeah, of like it sets it up, and hey, you kind of walk past hey, it, and then it comes back. Hey Kuno, you wouldn't know anything about some missing locusts. Now right, it's <laughs> like Kuno doesn't know anything about missing bugs. You get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You go into Kuno's shack, and you're like Kuno. Kuno, <laughs> Kuno, the inside of your shack is filled. Is with this locusts. what Night City is about? There's twenty thousand locusts in your shack, Kuno. <laughs> Kuno, Kuno, why? Yeah. <laughs> Kuno, why are there so many locusts in your shack? So, so but like, but like, and that that Kuno is this fucking boomerang joke that he keeps fucking coming up. You keep having to go talk to Kuno. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you 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 leave the conversation with Kuno. You leave the body. You go over down by the waterfront. You look in one of the viewfinders, and Kuno fucking tagged the viewfinder. He echoes through the game and keeps coming up in this hot fuzz. Have you ever dove through the air while shooting a gun? Like fucking way. Yeah. No, he's that, is, that he's that mood. He's that mood, yeah. and so like. So, like, that's where, like, I'm hey, absolutely... Thanks. Hey, Zoomers, thanks for the mood meme. I uh, really enjoy it's it. So it's so good. good. I, I, Zoomers are doing all right with the yeah, memes. Yeah, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. Um, uh, proud of the kids on the memes. So, three? So, I'm, I'm good with three, that yeah. this game is, is humorous well, and absurd. Well, thank you, Keenan. I don't need Owen's permission, but he agreed. <laughs> yeah. I, and it's, it's, it's not just the, the gag line thing. There's a satisfaction Sure. To you being the butt of the joke. Uh, now, so for a while now, Guybrush Threepswood has been traipsing oh, around no. our games. And oh. I propose. I already know what you propose. We yeah. talked about this, didn't we? No, I don't think we did. I think we did. But it's, if we did, then whatever. But it's happening. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, so, so. Uh, oh, no. But, <laughs> I think I know where we're going. Well, Harrier Dubois uh-huh. is going to be stumbling <laughs> his way into. So, and, but uh, here's the thing I was in a thread the other day on Twitter where somebody, somebody, demanded that Kim Kitsuragi be added to Smash. And I said that that does not, that's not good enough. You need, Kim Kitsuragi is the main guy, and then Harry is sort of stumbling around after him. Oh my god, are they ice climbers? A-Law, ice climbers, or or Armaika, right? Like, that's what you need to do. And so what I'm saying is, Kim is there, he's in the background, not necessarily always available, but Harry or Dubois is, is, is the new I want I want Kim to shoot Kirby in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically Meta Knight Kirby. But anyway, I think uh yeah. <laughs> I think that we have we have completed one sandwich. Um and then Keenan, what are we playing next time? Uh so wildly different, very much a palate cleanser of a short game. We're playing my friend Pedro. My friend Pedro, that's the that thing. A, that's the game about a banana, right? Banana talks to you and tells you to do bullet time shooty puzzle things. That sounds a lot like Hotline Miami, which you were specifically prohibited from making us play. I, it's my understanding; it is less punishing. Okay. Um, and then does this does this game get more of a brown? Absolutely, you can miss so much fucking shit in this game. I think that it goes that. It is within the spirit of the Moira Brown, or it is within the letter of the Moira Brown, but not within the spirit because you are intended to yeah. miss that thing, sure. and that is how the the game is designed around that conceit. Yeah. So I am going to take this guy's Moira Brown award, which was made, and we did have it gold plated, and it was very expensive, and we are going to throw it in the golden toilet um, with the skull. I was about to uh, ask. So, 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 so does the golden toilet skull apply if everything has to do with the case? 
no, I so I was going to say I don't think this game gets a golden toilet. Okay, I, yeah, no, none of it's heavy handed. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. it's all believable. Yeah. It, okay. I mean, Kurvitz did a good job, guys. Yeah. Um, sure. And Zavum did good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the, from the mind and the my friend Pedro. No, uh, no toilets goal. No more. Uh, we're, yeah, we're good. Yeah. See y'all next time. Yeah. Later, y'all. Wait, hey, wait, hey wait, if you wait. made it this far, listener, good for you. Do we want to talk about where they can find us? Eh. <laughs>